The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Good afternoon. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome. It is a Friday free-for-all. Tony Bruno live on Twitch TV. Miss Robin is here. It's a Friday. A lot of stuff going on. A little more subdued today. We're going to try to have fun because that's what we do, but a lot of stuff happening around the world. And uh, It's not free beer Friday, free-for-all Friday. If I had free beer, I'd give it out. We'd give out the... Uh, we'll, keep an up, uh, we'll keep an eye on the PGA Championship. We know a couple of things already. The John Rahm is done, ladies and gentlemen. John Rahm, who's never missed a cut in a professional golf tournament on the PGA Tour, he just finished with a 75 for two rounds, so he's plus five. Actually, 75 today, 70 yesterday, so he's five over par, and the projected cut line at the PGA Championship is plus three, and there are like 82 guys who are at plus three or better as we go into the afternoon, the Friday afternoon important moment. Who will make the cut? Tiger Woods tees off a little later on this hour. He's plus two after one round. Sergio Garcia is plus four. So right now, Sergio and Bubba Watson, who are playing this afternoon, on the precipice of not making the cut. A lot of people pick Sergio to win this. A lot of people picked a lot of a lot of people picked John Rahm, and he is gone. So if you had John Rahm, I hate to do that early in the show, Robin. I got to give you one of these. By the way, speaking of John Rahman, we got a lot of stuff coming on today. We have uh, hockey. The Bruins are in the Stanley Cup Finals. You know that by now. If you don't, you really don't care. You've got baseball. We're at the quarter pole of the season. One-fourth of the season is in the books. Who sucks? Who's good? Who's what? Who's who? NBA action. Warriors are up 2-0 tonight. Game two in St. Louis Blues. And you're actually, it's game four in that, in the hockey action. Game four at the Enterprise Center. Must win game for the Blues. They better play Gloria over and over again tonight. <laughs> We're going to go tonight. Well, we'll see. I I want to go because I love going to events and going to places. And, and we had a very good friend. So so for those of you who don't know, a very, very good friend, longtime friend of Tony's. And I will spend and, some time uh, discussing it yeah, today. Yeah, passed away. But... Um, Jason Dixon, who used to be... He was the program, program director, director at WDAE went, right. in Tampa. Um, he uh, posted a couple things, reached out as well after Steve's passing yesterday. And he's in Vegas for something. I'm not sure what. And um, and 
he when he heard he posted that he was upstairs in his room crying and then he realized he goes you know what Steve would be so mad at me if he knew that I was upstairs and I was in Vegas and I wasn't enjoying Vegas because it's one of the places that he loves so much. Absolutely. And so he purposefully went down and Steve, as is your drink, I mean, I don't know, did you get this from Steve? I'm not sure. Absolutely. We used to drink Belvedere or Grey Goose, the best available big bottle of vodka anytime we got together. Not to get wasted, but we would get the big what we called the the uh, the handle, <laughs> the handle of either Belvedere. Belvedere was his favorite. And for those who don't know, at the end of the show yesterday, we we're having fun, goofing off, doing the normal stuff. <clears throat> and then John Momola, who is the program director of now ninety five three, I believe WDAE. Of course, WDAE forever in, in Tampa Bay sports radio was on six twenty AM, so it was known as six twenty WDAE, and now it's on FM. And a lot of the people that work there. I, I've known a lot of the people who are working there now. I don't know. But one thing we all know, anybody who's followed sports radio, has ever been to Tampa Bay, who's ever watched the Golf Channel. Remember, Steve was a great golfer, yep. professional golfer. He was on the big break on Golf Channel many seasons. And so I had a chance to be on the radio station. Even though I never lived in Tampa, I worked in Los Angeles. Wherever I worked, WDAE would always be one of those radio stations that would put my show on their air as part of their syndicated programming. So I got to meet Chris Thomas, who we lost 15 years ago. It's amazing that it's been 15 years since Chris Thomas, who was the midday guy at 620 WDAE, guy we became friends. And so these people weren't just colleagues in the industry. When we lost Chris Thomas, it was a devastating moment. I remember I was in L.A. in 2004, and I heard that Chris Thomas was not doing well and was in the hospital. So I flew from L.A. to Tampa to go see Chris in the hospital when everybody knew he wasn't going to make it. And I remember sitting with him in the hospital room and saying, you know, you're going to make it, man. You're to keep strong, stay strong, stay strong. But deep down in our hearts, we knew that he wasn't going to make it. Right. So you try to comfort a friend in, the, in their final moments of life. So we saw that one coming, and it was sad. And I'm glad I got to see Chris and talk to him before he passed. And then Steve Dumig, who's the afternoon guy, the two to six guy on Tampa, on Tampa Radio, a Philly guy originally. I first met him when I was working at ESPN, and he came up and did some weekend stuff. So that's when I met Steve in the 90s. So we're going back 25, 26 years. When I first met him, we worked together up at ESPN in Bristol. And then, of course, he was on the air in Tampa on 620 WDAU and was a fixture mm -hmm. in afternoon sports talk radio. And a lot of people... Didn't agree with his opinions like anybody on the radio, but one thing they all agree on, and our buddy uh, Dean down there in Clearwater, obviously, he, uh, you know, he was he was a part of our friendship. Right. So when I worked there, I would always go there, even though I didn't live in Tampa. People thought I did, just like people thought I lived in San Francisco when I was on KNBR there for seventeen years. I was in L.A. and I did. I actually I was doing San Francisco when I was in Philly. Then when I moved to L.A. So I was on that station every day. I was on 620 WDAE every day in various reincarnations of my career. Whether it was ESPN radio, I was on. Whether it was Fox Sports radio, they had me on 620 WDAE. So I was part of the daily lineup. And I would go to Tampa often and then do my national show from their studios. And so that's why people thought for a long time that I lived in Tampa. And I never lived there, but it's pretty much one of my home away from home. Homes away from home. San Francisco is the same way. There's a lot of cities in this country that really have helped my career and the following that I have throughout this nation. But certainly Tampa and San Francisco, when you look outside of Philly, 
And there are a lot of other cities, too, that have been good to me. I'm not, But those two are cities that when I go to, people think, they think of me as being there and living there right. because I was such a, a part of the local radio stations. Not just because I appeared on the airwaves, but because I knew all the people. I would go to Tampa, and I would hang out with the guys. And Steve and Chris Thomas, we would see all the time, especially Steve. He'd go to Super Bowls. We'd let, we saw him at the national championship game mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, Alabama. We did our live show from there. Steve was there. We had dinner with him at the Super Bowl in Houston. And I remember when he came to Houston and we all got together the night before Super Bowl week started on that mm-hmm. Sunday night in Houston prior to that Super Bowl. We had dinner at Papa Do's. Yep. And Steve was there and we had a couple of, of course, we had to have the Belvedere and Cranberry. Steve liked the Belvedere without the Cranberry. <laughs> and he was just, he was not just a co worker. He was a friend for over a quarter of a century. And so we became family. Whenever we would go to Tampa, we'd hang out. Whenever we would go to an event where Steve was there, we'd hang out. And uh, Robin's been finding a lot of pictures, Dean and Clearwater. Actually, Dean... He checked in. He wants to call in, though. He wants to call in. So I, I have him that I can, I can call him right now, or did you want to wait a little bit? Just no, be- we'll wait. I, I, we'll, okay. we'll talk And about I also it. have... Unfortunately, it's one of those things you never think about it until it's too late. Um photographs from the most recent time in Houston, for whatever reason, you know, it was a private thing. We weren't thinking about promoting ourselves or whatever. And I didn't take any photographs. Um, but we do have, I did post a couple of pictures from you over the years with Steve. And then I do have one, I was, when I was first trying out, figuring out how Periscope would work. Um, it was at the Super Bowl in um, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yep. You popped on with Steve when he was still on WDAE, and I have the video of that interview. won't play the entire thing, but I have that, mm-hmm. just a little taste of it um, in a minute as well. So we're obviously with heavy hearts today, losing another friend. And <clears throat> sadly, as we all get older, you know, we, we lose friends every day, family members. I'm older. You know, my mom's 95. She's not going to be with us forever. And so you know that we're not going to live forever. And certainly when you get into your 90s, you think that, you know, obviously, well, yeah. you've had an amazing life, and how much longer? And so my mom's slowing down, Dean's mother-in-law is slowing down, <clears throat> similar situation. And so you just enjoy life with those people as much as you can. But the situation with Steve Dumig is even more remarkable because he was full of life. You would never think of him he was as a being... bigger-than-life un- kind of And person. you would never think of him as a guy who was, you know, was going to have a brain tumor. Yeah. You know, because... You don't know what's going on in your body. You don't know what's going on well, up in your and head. And when we saw him in Houston, there was no indication. Absolutely he wasn't not. Snoring. Like when when um, uh, Dutch Dutch Dalton, when he had his brain tumor, um, we all kind of suspected there was something going on because he was slurring his words. Right, you could exactly. hear it. And and other people were like, dude, you need to go and check out. There's something wrong with you. Right. And his girlfriend, and we yeah. were living in the same building with Darren right. Dalton here in Philly and Dockside. And so when, when the prognosis came out and he was going to have the brain surgery to try to relieve the pressure, just like Steve, mm-hmm. but Steve never had per- surgery because it was inoperable Correct. in his situation. His- they said the same thing to Darren Dalton but Darren Dalton did have surgery, and then we, we actually had his family come in and stay in our apartment because right. we had an extra uh, bedroom when Darren Dalton's family wanted to come in. And they were right. living in the same building, but they didn't have a separate bedroom. So Darren Dalton's mom got to stay with us while the family came to Philadelphia to, to see what was going on in his progress. And he lasted, <clears throat> he, 
He survived a couple years later. He was back out playing right. golf and doing all the things, and you're saying, great, Darren's going to make it. And then, unfortunately, he passed away a couple right. of years later after surviving a couple more years. But now, Steve, we saw him when he was totally healthy. Right. And, and then we get the word that he was watching a Tampa Bay Lightning game. It was the Bay day after game. he got back from the Houston Super Bowl. Yes. So it was, it was crazy. He was watching a game, and he passed out. He just and, and uh, didn't remember. had horrible pain, passed out. His wife, Jen, um, they rushed to the hospital and found out that he had this horrible, horrible brain cancer. And his, the reason why they said it was originally inoperable was that it was one of those tumors that wraps around right. your brain and in and out. So it wasn't just one solid lump that could be removed. And he went to uh, a different state. I remember, I forget where, where he was going through some kind of special type of therapy. And um, the, the last actual conversation that we were able to have with him was last year where he said, great news. The tumor shrunk. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. And then shortly after that, uh, things started getting he, his uh, speech was affected. And so he wasn't really talking anymore. Uh, we would text back and forth every now and then. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it was Jen that was speaking to us on his behalf. And, um, I, I just, I, spoke to them I said two weeks yesterday but it was actually two months I misspoke but um, there was no indication that this was happening so fast and I don't think Jen really wanted to Obviously. let everybody know so our thoughts you know people say thoughts and prayers in this case we do have our, our, our hearts are heavy today you know whenever you lose somebody close and even though we weren't related I mean he was like another brother to me yeah and I'm fortunate to have so many people in this industry who are colleagues that I work with, who become good friends. Our buddy Bob Sagendorf up in Connecticut yes. at ESPN went through an unbelievable, terrible situation with his throat. Yeah. <clears throat> he was diagnosed as he would never speak again. Yep. And he was the voice of ESPN radio for mm -hmm. a long time on ESPN TV. Yeah, he had some kind of a strange um, uh, muscular... Uh, like almost like an MS of just the throat. Like his muscles and everything stopped working. And, and they said he would never speak yeah. again. And miraculously... Through all of the hard work and the great medical assistance that he got, he's speaking again. And then all of a sudden, we find out a couple of weeks ago that Bob now has prostate cancer. Yeah. So, you know, cancer sucks. Only, we all know that. It is. But thank God for Bob. It's only stage one. He, they caught it early. So, exactly. men, go get your prostate checked, for God's sakes. Um, exactly. So, Bob has <clears throat> stage one, and, and that's almost guaranteed curable nowadays. Exactly. If you catch it early, especially prostate cancer... Mm -hmm. It's, it's not as rare as people think it is. A lot of men have prostate cancer, and it's just undetectable. That's why you get the PSA tests every year, especially if you're over 40. It's like getting colonoscopies when you're 50 and older. Yep, I had mine. I had mine, you had yours. And so it's all about just, just taking care of yourself. If you don't feel good, like I've been feeling dizzy the last couple of days. And I'm starting to wonder what's going and on. And so can I just say... And I'm not a hypochondriac. So, I know. You know me. So you're feeling... So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make an appointment for you. And he's like, no, I don't want to go to the doctor. You are just telling people, go to the doctor if you feel something weird. So, Well, Mr., yeah, this has just been yesterday. Now, maybe it's because of the, the grief and, and all of the crazy stuff going on in the world. Not the political stuff. I don't let that affect me like a lot of people do. The only things that affect me are friendships, family, caring about people living around me that I care about, caring about this show every day. So, you know, all the political noise, I, that's, that's so far away from reality in my world because you know why I don't care about that stuff? Because there's nothing I can do to change it. You can go vote. 
That's the only way you can change it. But if you're just spending 24-7 worrying about what's going on in Washington, D.C., then you need to step away from that and enjoy the good things in life. Stop wallowing in the bad things. You can't control things. Worry about things that are in your control. And even your health is partially in your control, but it's not totally in your control because you don't know what's going on inside here, up here, or anywhere else in your body. And you get the signs. But a lot of times, you don't even have any idea that you have a brain tumor. And in many cases, until it's too late. And so, you know, going going to get a CAT scan is not your normal checkup. You know, when you go in every year for your for your physical, like I do, you get the blood work, you know, you get the prostate exam, you do all those other things. They check your weight, you know, all the other stuff. But meanwhile, just take care of yourself. And if you feel bad, go to the doctor. If you feel horrible, go to the emergency ward. And so, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not one of those do as I say, not as I do guys, because I, I go and get checked up all the time. I went, yeah, but luckily I went to a dermatologist it. last year and they found a cancerous growth under my eye and I had that taken care of early, luckily. And so cancer is not, you know, everybody says cancer is one word and cancer sucks, but there's so many types of cancer. Yes. Some of it is curable. Some of it is not. And so it could be just a little thing but- under your eye. It could be just a... A carcinoma. Right. But if it's a all melanoma. cancer, all cancer is something that you don't want to mess around with. Exactly. No exactly. matter what kind it is, if you don't do anything, it's just going to get worse guaranteed. So better to find out early on and do something about it. And, you know, I think because we're talking about it right now, let's just play this a little bit of this video and then we'll get Dean on and then we can go on to happier stuff. Let's, I, I think we should, I think for me personally, um, I don't want to, talk about it again after this because I get really, really emotional. I know, so. Robin. We did it at the end of the show yesterday. And again, mm-hmm. this is just natural. I mean, I, 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 I was actually worried about doing a show today. And, and I'm, a, I'm a strong person. I yes. don't just, I'm not going to do a show today. I have a hangnail. It takes a lot for me not to do this. Last Friday, we didn't do a show. We had all kinds of technical issues. And then we couldn't get back. Yeah, that's and, really the only reason. If there's technical issues, why we exactly. Why we and plus, I mean, I, we had we had a situation going on where we couldn't get our equipment working. And I rather than come on here and just half-ass a show, unprepared, I said we weren't going to do it. But we're going to be here every day, Monday to Friday, one to four, God willing, and do the best we can. But uh, you know, I know down in Tampa, they they called me yesterday. Right. I went on the air with the guys at Ian Beckles and the guys at the radio station on the air. And I, I, they're taking calls from everyone. They're taking calls yeah. from listeners who remembered Steve. They're taking calls from employees, people who work with him everywhere in the country. Because Steve wasn't just a local Tampa icon. He was a icon. huge impact on many people's lives. Exactly. And um, that's what happens in this business. Yeah. You know, again, we're not important. We're not saving your life for the most part. There are people who listen who are down in the dumps and want to have some entertainment and fun. And I've, and I've heard that from so many people over the years. And so that's what I, what I think about is... I'm not curing cancer. I'm not saving your life. We're here every day to have fun and be a constant voice because you become family to people. Mm-hmm. So many people that I was listening to on WDAU yesterday when they had callers calling in, not just employees and radio and TV people who knew and worked or, or the writers in the Tampa Bay area who knew Steve very, very well. It's not just people in media who respond to this kind of stuff when we lose a legendary figure in this business. But it's the listeners yeah. who listen to you for decades on you, the air. You have been a part of their they know either you. growing up or they part know of your their families. Yeah. They know your kids. They know everything. You're an open because we're an open book on the show. We we pretty much talk about everything, and so we become a part of people's lives. The good ones are 
Well, the good ones are, yeah. But no, it's, it's we become a part of your life. People follow me around because they knew what I did 25 years ago, and mm-hmm. they liked what I did. And then they just keep following, and that's why we keep doing this. You know, we're not making a million dollars doing this. I'm not doing this because I'm going to be rich and then I'm going to run to a tropical island. Now, if that happens and I'm getting older, eventually I will run to a tropical island. But we'll island. still, we promise if we do that, we'll do the shows from the tropical island exactly. and bring you with us. Exactly, as long as there's us. internet access. <laughs> we'll bring you with us. <laughs> <laughs> well. That's the greatest thing because back in the day, if you lived like in Jamaica, if you lived in Puerto Rico, if you lived in the British Virgin Islands, you know, Ontontola, uh-huh. I wanted to do a show from the... Uh, from the the soggy dollar from the bar. The soggy dollar bar on uh, Jost van, van Dyke in the British Virgin Islands, right there on the beach, drinking painkillers. You could do that now. That's the great thing about technology yes, and doing radio or, and uh, live streaming from anywhere on Earth. I mean, there's probably no place on Earth now, even where there's no internet. You get a satellite phone, hook it up, and boom, mm-hmm. you go. It's going to be more expensive, but yes. I have unlimited minutes, I think, on my satellite phone. <laughs> I got to check my SIM card to see how many <laughs> what I have left. Anyway. Well, here, I just want to play this just a little bit. We're going to keep you up to date on so stuff, too. I want to play this, and then we'll put Dean on real quick. And then after that, we will be saying goodbye to all of our YouTube, Facebook, and um, Periscope viewers. Uh, so prepare yourself, folks, if you're listening on those platforms, that you need to make the switch to Twitch. It's right there up on the screen. It's very, very, very easy. You can just go to twitch.tv and uh, sign up if you don't have an account yet. Uh, it is free. And then the rest will be explained to you afterwards. But just follow Bruno Nation live, and you will be able to watch the entire show. So And follow the show, and it doesn't cost you anything to do that, or even watch. If you want to be a Prime member, you have uh, Amazon Prime, boom. I even had to explain to my son, who's a, a, an IT professional for the government, who works on government computers, how to download the now Twitch that app. that is a total outrage. It is an outrage. Hey, I'm not going to rip my son, because he's, you know, he's Anthony Bruno Jr., and he's a bright oh, can, kid. Uh, who... There's, that's the best person to rip. But he, he, like, for example, he can't go on his computers and download it because he's on a government right. computer. I get that. He's not going to hide his server so in the simple. bathroom. He actually removed his bathroom on the first floor so he couldn't hide his server, his government server, which has uh, confidential information. He's got the highest security clearance I know. a government employee can have. I know. So he's pretty much a big shit in the government. He is. He's not under investigation yet, though. I, don't, I forget what the stages are, but it's like, I think it goes from one to five, and he's the five clearance. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a big um, effing deal, as Joe Biden But he can't said. talk about it. No, he can't. So here is just, I'm not going to play the entire thing, but um, it just shows the bigger-than-life personality that Steve had and... And our affection for one another. Yes. It wasn't just we were just guys on the radio acting like idiots. It's we were guys on the radio acting like idiots and the, having fun yes. doing it and the audience enjoying along with our brand of fun and idiocy. Let's go to the tape. Without our good friend Tony Bruno sitting down with us, and here he is right now. Uh, missing, debating, Ga- missing Gasparilla again by a week. It's an outrage. Why didn't you come down? Because you didn't remind me it was Gasparilla. See, I always get it confused. I always think it's right at the same time. It, it is. It, it coincides with Mardi Gras, but Mardi Gras, everybody thinks, is the, that's the big finale on next Fat Tuesday. But the parades go on, and, and the Gasparilla is always a week before, right? The weekend before the big right. finale weekend leading up to Fat Tuesday. And we had beads galore. Oh, and, man. And remember the floats? Oh, those are the great, great days. Goose at 8 o'clock in the morning? Never forget. I remember throwing out beads and signs with Tony Bruno, we yep. love you, Throw me some beads. Uh, I you still know, love you. I love Tampa. No, we big enough radio station. You go everywhere. Yeah, no, the two Bay areas. 
San Francisco Bay Area and the Tampa Bay Area were great to me in my career. Philly's okay, even though it's my hometown. I get more love in San Francisco than Tampa, believe it or not. It's unbelievable. I mentioned you yesterday with your podcast show, and I had more people saying, thank you. We didn't even know it. They love you. No, it's great. In Tampa. And we're doing, the fun thing is now I'm doing my own thing, so we do the podcast, we do it live in an audience. We did a show in San Jose here. And I had a whole bunch of people show up in this theater on Monday night. So I like going out. I love being around people. And so now I'm doing it live in Philly at a comedy club on Wednesday nights. And then we do it live, and people can hear it live on stream. And then it's up on iTunes the next day. So, And you can listen to it all the time. So it's a lot of fun. Really? It's like TV. You know, you want, nobody watches TV at 8 o'clock when their show's on. They DVR it. They listen to it later. They watch it later. Where can they find it? At Tony Bruno Show? TonyBrunoShow.com. Everything's in there. Everything. Except alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. We can't sell those online yet. But if we could, we would. You, I'm sure you would. <laughs> we can't get by the gun show loophole on my website, I think, if there is such a thing. The what loophole? The, uh, that's the big thing, and the, the gun. You can't buy, people think you can buy a gun online without going oh. through text. But you can't. But I don't want to get into that. That's politics. Well, we were talking about our lightning and your flyers. Yes. Getting, uh, your flyers are getting hot. But they've been up and down, though. That's what's weird about sports. You know what I mean? The lightning are good. I'm going to skip right here to the end. Other Super Bowl parties were just like sausage fests where there's a bunch of dudes standing around. Yeah. There will be beautiful women in my party. I will not have a party with just a bunch of dudes standing around. You know what I mean? Too much testosterone. Exactly. Right. There's got to be women, and there'll be a lot of women in my party. Nice. You gotta come down to San Jose now. Well, I'll be heading home, but I can can I listen to that party? We're gonna actually, yeah, we'll periscope it live. And then we'll do we're gonna do a two-hour pregame. So we'll have a lot of the pictures of the girls. It'll be like Gasparilla again on the float. There you go. <laughs> beads! I don't even need I won't even need beads at this party to to evoke the kinds of uh, reactions that we love in the Tampa Bay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Bruno. Thank you very much, buddy. Always good to see you, Shane. There you go. Big dog, ladies and gentlemen. i got to come down there and hang out. You do. Well, take Robinson, Miss Robinson, advice, and move down there. I need a couple more years. I can squeeze two more years out. You know, I've been saying that myself. I know. (laughs) Why am I doing it? I should just retire now. I'm making up my retirement right now. And move down on Monday. Late breaking news, right? It would be. You would hear right after the party. Right after my party, I will decide that I'm going to move. I'm not going back to Philly. I'm going straight to Tampa. Straight in there, man. It's cold. It's cold in Tampa, too. I want to wait till it warms up. Uh, give it about another month. March 1st. Well, we were there for spring training in Clearwater in March, so it was still a little chill, chilly at night, but still beautiful during the day. You know, next week will be your Really? Is it that hot? Well, it's starting to Remember, get really you, the Robin background. was not, you were recording us from a cell phone camera. Yeah. But we were live on Periscope, I believe, then. Correct. And so the audio is coming from the phone's camera, not the actual on-air part of it. Right. Right. So that's so you weren't yeah. taking the raw audio. And so there's a lot of background noise. Exactly. I mean, that that's uh, the radio row in San Francisco was uh, smaller space-wise, and so there were so many people coming through. Exactly. So there there's one of the great moments uh, that Robin Robin was up all night just trying to find videos and pictures and. You know, and there's a lot of things in my career I don't have that I regret, but I'm, I'm glad that the ones that I do find or you find that are available online, because there's a lot of things on my George Carlin phone calls into mm-hmm. the show in Los Angeles. I, I never, gone. and I got the chance to see George Carlin before he died. I got a chance to meet him when he called into my show. That's one of the things, that's probably the biggest regret that I have in my career. You know, of the things I've done, the interviews and the people who just called into shows. Sorry. That I don't have the George Carlin uh, phone call to my show. Hello. 
Dean? is Mr. Dean. Hey, Tony and Robin. How you guys doing? Good, man. You know, when, uh, when I first got the news, I guess you had uh, logged off to the show because I know you're on every day and we always mention you. And, and Dean is one of the guys that I met who was a caller, a listener in, in the Clearwater Beach area. He and Steve Dumig were friends. They hung out together. And every time I would go to Tampa, in fact, I met Dean going to do a WDAE event. We played golf, charity events, all kinds of great stuff, hung out at Gasparilla. And Dean's become really, really not just a, a listener. He's become a friend as well. He's like part of our family. Yep. And then so uh, when we got the word yesterday from John Momola at the end of the show that Steve Dumig had passed away, I mean, you want to talk about the roof coming crashing in at the very end. I mean, luckily it wasn't earlier in the show because I don't know how we would have been able to continue. Yeah. That's how emotional Robin, and Robin was completely losing it. And I had to try to keep it together to do the show. But it was, it's, it's obviously... When you lose somebody that, that close and somebody that special, it's, it's devastating. It really is. And he's 64 years old, so it's not like he was an old man. You know, and to have that hit, and you know, Dean, all the times we hung out, was he not the most jovial? Did you have any inclination that something like this could happen to, to Steve Dumig? Well, no, because he was just bigger than life. He really was. I'm, it was just, it's a sad thing. I mean, if, Tony, if you, if you think about Chris Thomas. Mm-hmm. Jim Rome, Tony Bruno, and Steve Dumeg were on the same radio station from 8 in the morning till 7 at night. That's the murderer's row of sports talk radio. You can't find that in any other city. You guys were amazing. And, and I became friends with Steve because back in 1996, before the Lightning even were in Tampa, I heard Steve talking about the Flyers. And so I called, and we started talking about Bruins, Flyers, NHL. And so we ended up making a bet in 1996 or seven on a New Jersey Devils series. And he was a big golfer. And so Steve says, well, I said, the Devils are going to get swept. They suck. And he says, how much you want to bet? I said, you name your poison. He said, how about a dozen golf balls? I hit pro V1s. I said, those are like $40 a dozen. I hit hack balls. You're going to have to buy me four dozen to your one dozen. He says, okay, you're on. And I lost the bet to him. And I drove from Clearwater all the way to the fairgrounds in Tampa, an hour and a half away, to give him his golf balls. And he said to me, he says, wow, I didn't expect to see these things. And I said, well, here I am. I'm a man of my word. And he says, well, there's a name of a bar on Almaton Road. Why don't you meet me there after my show? We're going to have a drink together. And after that, we just became best friends and hit it off. And that's how I got to know you through him. And he was just uh, an unbelievable, he was a hard ass, uh, you know, gruff, he was tough, but he, he made you come to his show with facts. You just couldn't come out and spiel something and just say, you know, Joe Schmo sucks. He makes you explain to why do you think you're that way? And he, he just was amazing. No, you're right. And with, I mean, all the nights we spent together, whether it was saute, oh. whether it was any bar, we oh. would always go oh. out together. It wasn't just about drinking vodka and crayons. I mean, that was a big part of it. No. We, even when we were there just a couple of years ago for the College National Football yeah. Championship, we all went out one night. Even, even Luigi, who's now in San Francisco, made that trip. Remember, Dean? Yeah. We were playing... We were playing... Uh, That's the night that he almost got into a fight at some bar protecting our yeah, virtue. Right, up yeah. with Steve. That's yeah. the, uh, the, the R bar or whatever there behind where uh, Matt Geiger's bar is. Yep. Yeah, we were in there having with Steve. And then it's just, it just crazy when you think about it was just that long ago we were all together. And, and Tony, I just, it's the, the, the grudge matches that we oh, had yeah. 
at the radio station and you'd, you'd fly in for those. And those were amazing. Yeah. Those were a blast. I mean, t- here's Tony out there with his 1927 persimmon wood, <laughs> 6,000 people out there shouting as, in Tony's backswing. And Tony's not a great golfer. I'm and terrible. He right down the middle and just raised his hands up. There you go, suckers. Make all the noise you want. You know, it's just. It, it, it was just, it was just so much fun. The guy was just, he was just so upbeat, and everybody thought he was a hard ass. But if you got to know Steve personally, he was such the sweetest kind of dude. I mean, once you got to know him, I mean. Well, I never saw the hard ass side. It, it, I only saw the big bear, cuddly, right laugh guys. Yeah, side, and, and and just that would just enwrap, you know, wrap you up in his arms, and um, the biggest regret was a, I had um, was that I didn't get to go to Gasparilla. With him, well, you yeah, the, oh yeah, Gasparilla's oh, were amazing. They, we, we, <laughs> Tony, Tony, I remember Tony and I were at Gasparilla and Steve. It was three o'clock in the morning. Tony and I were hammered, and Tony says, "Dean, can you drive?" I says, "No, can you?" He said, "No." I said, "I'll call my wife." My wife drove like an hour to come pick us up and brought Tony down to the condo of Ian Beckles, a former Eagle player. Yeah, who I talked to last night on Tony, WDAE. Right, Tony was staying at his condo. My wife brought him home and then drove me home. And the next morning, three hours later, I had to go pick Tony back up to a, go to a golf tournament, and we were both hungover. I mean, we just had some amazing <laughs> times. And, like, Steve, he just, like, back in 1998, when I first got to know him in 96, when I lost the bet, I'd call him to a show three times a week, and then there was also a rule you could only call once a day per show. But Steve would say something outlandish to me, you know, I mean, you know, that was outlandish to me about something else. And I would call back, and then the producer, I'd say, Derek, this is Dean again. He, what, what's he talking about? And so he put me on the air, and for the second time, he'd say, what the hell do you want again? And I'd banter him, get the hell off my radio. I, you only allowed one call, but he would let me go on and talk again, you know? <laughs> so in 1998, the NHL had the All-Star game here in Tampa. And so the NHL also threw a big street hockey party where everybody could get your own team up and participate in the street hockey tournament. So Steve got called me because he knew I played hockey my whole life, and he called a couple of one other caller. High Stick Todd was his name. He sent past, and then Derek Todd. Sharp, Whitney. Remember Whitney Johnson, Tony? Absolutely. He, he was he was the goaltender. Okay, and so we're out there. We're, this is on feet. We're not on rollerblades. We're running around, dying because we didn't practice for this. It was you know it supported the NHL. It was DAE was the Lightning flagship station, and so Whitney in the very first game. You know, he has no talent as far as sports. Exactly. Great on the air, but he's like so he was basically. playing goaltender. And the first in the first game he gave eleven goals up. And and when the first game was over, Dumeg, we all sitting on the bench, we're all exhausted, and, and here Steve goes, Take that frickin' equipment off. Whitney goes, What? He says, You suck. Give me that goalie equipment, I'm going in net. And so Steve put the goalie equipment on and he got in net and halfway he only gave up like two goals halfway through the game. And someone on the other team took a slap shot and nailed Steve right in the throat. And it welted up, and he couldn't talk. And he was laying on the ground for 20 minutes, ambulance. The paramedics were over there. And after 10 minutes, you know, I seen Steve starting to move. And I knew he was just the heart of a, you know, because he was an athlete. And I, re, I, I bent over and whispered in his ear. I said, stay down, you Philly pussy. We all know Philadelphia is a pussy. <laughs> stay there and lay there. And I lean back up, and he says, kiss my ass, Dean. And so he's still laying there five minutes later, you know. And all, a couple of the people heard me, and they're all laughing. But the and funniest so part, though, minutes went by. The, the funniest part is that still- Whitney, when he gave up the 11 goals, the Flyer scouts were there, and they signed him immediately. 
<laughs> and so Whitney, so and so then Steve, the five more minutes went by, and I said, and they were talking about getting them out of there, you know? And I leaned over again. I said, okay, Steve, yeah, go ahead. Go with these ambulance people. I said, it's only a WDA event. The NHL's here. It's sponsored by them. You go, and guess what? When you do that, you got to give that equipment back to Whitney. We're going to get our asses kicked again. Steve goes, somebody give me some freaking water. <laughs> and he, somebody gave him some water. He stood back up. He told the paramedics, get the frick off this tarmac. I'm playing goalie. And he fucking, Steve, he should have went to the hospital. He, he The size of the wealth in his throat, he got back up and That's played That's why hockey players and, 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 and Steve Dumig are the toughest sons of bitches on the planet service, man. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Dean, great stuff, man. And obviously, you know, I mean, the, 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 the people in Tampa and the people around the country who knew Steve. And I, I don't want to spend an entire no. day doing a show here because I want right. to be able to no, get I through agree. this. And again, I'm not trying. I, I'll talk. I could talk about I'm just gonna keep forever. Crying, so. I could talk about Steve forever. Oh, I forever. know you could. Absolutely. Steve, he, Steve, Tony, every time you told me you were coming to town, I called Dumeg and he said, you make sure we get together every single time. Absolutely. We had a great time every time. I don't think I've it, ever it come just, to Tampa without seeing you and Steve. No. And some of my other friends. Yeah, no. No, exactly. I mean, Tony, I mean, I, here's another whole story. Just, it, it, with Steve, it's, it's about the night, one of the nights. We were after one of the golf tournaments. Here's Tony. We're all hammered. And Tony was staying at this fancy hotel, five star, downtown Tampa. Oh, of course. And it's three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And there's Tony walking away with two chicks up to the room. And so I said, all right, Tony, I'll see you tomorrow morning. We're going out to breakfast or something. He says, yeah, all right, no problem. And so the valet brings my car up, and I hop in my car, and I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm pretty buzzed. And when you so say hammered, wait, 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 before you continue, slowly, before you use the word hammered again, I don't want you to give people the impression that we were like stumbling drunks. We were smart and realized that we were not in any condition to drive. There's a difference between oh, yeah, no. stumbling and falling all over the place and being Well, you weren't fun. driving. You went up to the hotel room. Exactly. Well, I was driving you know, after so, I got so to the hotel room. Right. You know, so here I am. I get about 50, I got 75, 100 yards max from the, from the hotel. And all of a sudden I hit this thud, thud, thud on my car. And I was like, what the freak? And I stop, hit my brakes, and uh, I hop out of my car, and there's Tony huffing and puffing. <laughs> I said, what the hell do you want? He goes, you, I got my golf clubs in your trunk. I need them because I'm flying back to Philly late tomorrow. <laughs> exactly, and I had to chase so him you, down. So uh, chased him all the way down Dale Mabry, and then we passed by. It was hilarious. Passed by all the establishments and did not even go in. So you were still sober enough to be able to run. <laughs> yeah, because, because Dean is, when Dean talks about hammered, he's making it sound like we were alcoholics and we couldn't take. We were drinking, <laughs> but we would pace ourselves. Like when we would do Gasparilla, yeah, we would be at Gasparilla, which is the big parade, Mardi Gras type parade. It's a pirate's parade. All the ships are there in Tampa Bay. Eight in the morning. You know, all the pirate ships. And it was a great party. And then we would be out there at 8 a.m. I remember I flew in from L.A. on a red eye, landed in Tampa Airport at 5 a.m., and then went right downtown, <laughs> got on, and met Steve with a, with, a, with a handle of Belvedere. We got on the float yeah. at like 9 a.m., and we were drinking all, all day long until like 4 in the afternoon. But it was, we were pacing ourselves because we were on the float. And so we were throwing out oh, beans, and, then, and we had some lovely ladies on the float. Dinner afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, if, we, if it doesn't <laughs> conflict with the Super Bowl in 2020, January of 2020, I want to go to Gasparilla 
Well, the Super Bowl is going to be there, you know, not Miami this coming winter after the season, then Tampa a year after that. Right. But, well, Well, if you need a place to stay, you can stay in my house. You know that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I wonder if Ian Beckles let me use his, uh, you know, he's got Beachside (laughs) in St. Pete, man. Well, I know that. I'm just um, busting your chops. No, I think think, think the wife got that. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was fortunate to use Ian Beckles' Beachside St. Pete. uh, a condo when I was there many years ago. And my kids were still young then, so even they hung out on the beach when we went Dumb down. Mullet, he, yeah, your he wife, said that, that, that's when you were married. Your wife even came down. Exactly. So those other stories about then, taking women in the hotel rooms were all just lies, Dean. <laughs> that was just, uh, that was just, there were beards. It was, it was to live up to an image that I was trying to portray to the rest of the world. No, Tony, 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 you're divorced. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't need to cover anymore. <laughs> you were banging, you were banging Miss Hooters International. No, I wasn't, Dean. That's a, that's, there's don't, no visible, there's anybody. no proof of that happening. There's no visible evidence. No physical evidence. <laughs> and none of, and Should I send pictures? <laughs> yes, send them to my private account. Please. All right, anyway, listen, I'm going to get off now, but I'll be listening to the rest of the show. And, uh, you know, Tony, we lost a great one. That's all I can say, Absolutely. Man. Thanks so much for the stories, Dean. That's great stuff. Uh, I mean, I even used to yell at you on my national shows. I mean, that's how much I respect Dean. I've screamed at this guy on phone calls that are legendary. But deep down inside, you know, it's all fun. We're just goofing yep. off on the radio. There's no hatred. You know, the Bruins are going to the Stanley Cup. They're the hottest team in hockey. You think I'm going to rip Dean over that? No. First of all, he has nothing to do with it. And secondly, he's just a homer. And now the Red Sox are playing great. If it wasn't for the choking Celtics, do you realize Boston would have the Super Bowl champions? Do you realize that, Rob? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can I just finish this story yes, before I'm you play so anything? Sorry. So, you know, the, the Boston Bruins are in the Stanley Cup Finals for the third time in nine years. They swept the Carolina Hurricanes last night. So you got Boston's going to the Stanley Cup Finals. You had the Patriots win the Super Bowl this calendar year. And, of course, you have... Uh, who am I? Oh, the Red Sox won uh-huh. the World Series, and now they've battled back from a terrible start, and they're right in the mix again in the American League East. So you could have had four teams in championship rounds if the Celtics had not gotten blown up in the first round of the playoffs. So Dean and I, because he's from Boston, but he lives in Tampa, and even though he lives in Tampa, he's still a Boston fan, but he goes to the Tampa Bay Lightning games. And uh, no, don't play that, Robin. No, I, this I wa- is actually not for. Okay, because I don't want to start no. sobbing. But here, this is this is. I had made this, and it's very appropriate because we're saying goodbye to our Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope oh, friends okay. right now. Um, and uh, it's that time of the show. It's gone a little bit longer than we normally go for those folks. So I hope you enjoyed. But if you are watching on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. Um, then make the switch to Twitch right now. If you mm-hmm. haven't already, uh, the, um, go to twitch.tv. You can download the app on your mobile app. Um, it is free. And then follow Bruno Nation Live. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, we can explain to you how to um, link those. And then you get your Twitch Prime account for free. So you get all the extra benefits, and the fact that this is appropriate for uh, s- saying goodbye to Steve at the same time uh, is just a bonus. So um, I am going to. This, you know this song. I just yeah. I be- I become a puddle of. Uh, of I know, of, of- but this is this is not meant for that. But it's one that I'd made for the Facebook and YouTube guys, and uh, so it's just sort of doubly appropriate.
Robin. Yes, normally we would be talking over this at this point, but it uh, seemed kind of appropriate to be silent. So. Absolutely. Well, thanks, everybody, for allowing us this time to express our personal feelings about losing another great friend. And Just now, enjoy, and I say this all the time, enjoy life, enjoy the gift of life. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your family, because you never know when it's going to end. And so just be happy. Try to be happy. I know it's hard to be happy for a lot of people. It's hard to be happy for me. You know, not everybody, we laugh around and we laugh and joke, but we all have our own things going on. We all have problems we have to deal with. And you just say, hey, you know what? I can't control this, so I'm not going to worry about it. That's pretty much it. You can't control things, you don't worry about it. If you can, then you try to do things that make your life better, whether it's a personal thing, whether you have an issue, a psychological issue and you need help, whether you're not feeling good about yourself and you're contemplating suicide and you're and a lot of people out there are, are in that position yeah. where they just don't they feel like life is hopeless. But let me tell you, the best way to make somebody else feel better or make yourself feel better is by making somebody else feel better. It is incredibly uplifting and um, that is one of the reasons why uh, we decided that we do need to do the show today because having making other people laugh and feel better um and it's certainly something that steve was all about exactly is, uh, making other people's lives better so uh thank you steve for everything and we'll miss you absolutely let me give you an update uh on the the pga championship as we get back down to the business and jordan spieth is making a move robin in fact he is done for the day and he just finished four under for the second round at the PGA Championship at Beth Page Black, he is out in the clubhouse, five under par, two shots behind Brooks Kepka, who is just getting ready to tee off in a couple of minutes for his second round. So will Kepka keep adding to his lead that he had all day yesterday and nobody was even close within three shots? Tommy Fleetwood, of course, uh, is back on the course. Now he is teed off this afternoon. So he is one under already. So he is now four under. Dustin Johnson finished uh, three under par today, so he's tied for third at four under par. So Dustin Johnson making a move. Jordan Spieth has finished his second round four under. He's five under for the tournament. So we'll see what Kepka does. Does he add to his lead? Does he hold on to the lead? Does he make it bigger? The cut is later on today. Tiger Woods getting ready to start for the afternoon, along with uh, Brooks Kepka. So they'll be playing together, and so we'll be able to keep an eye on that live as it's going on. Woods is at uh, plus two, tied for 48th right now. And the cut line, as we mentioned earlier, projected to be plus three. And there's so many guys at three over or better that anybody beneath there, that's why I mentioned earlier, John Rahm. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's out, right? Yeah, because he's not going to make the cut. Because the cut line, as I said, plus three. There's so many guys plus two, plus two, plus, I mean, minus two, minus one, even. You know, then plus one, plus two, and plus three. I mean, there may be guys at plus three who get knocked out as well. So right now, if you're plus five through two rounds, you're pretty much done. And that's John Rahm's situation, who had yet to miss a cut in his young, uh, in his young golf PGA career. First missed cut, finished 75 today after a 70 yesterday. So he is five over par, and he probably will not be playing for the weekend. Although earlier, John Rahm was on the course mm -hmm. with Dustin Johnson. I don't know if you saw this. I have it. We have the video. I will have to narrate it because they don't say anything on the air. So, Oh, do they not? No, no. They just they just talk. You can hear the birds. So this is, to me, my favorite part of the PGA Tour coverage that I was watching before he came on. And this is, this, this is Dustin Johnson in the fairway. 
Okay, hitting an approach. Second, shot. I'm going to set it up. Dustin Johnson is on the fairway trying to hit an approach shot about 190 yards. John Rahm had either already hit or he was waiting for Dustin Johnson to hit. So while he was waiting for Dustin Johnson to hit, John Rahm does what all of us has done, especially men. I don't think women do this, although they probably do. Well, it's John a, little bit, Rahm, a little bit more difficult for a woman to do well, this. Well, yeah, but I do it all the time. You know, because I'm not playing in front of 50,000 people at hey, Page Black at the PGA Championship. You do it all the time everywhere. But if you're on a golf course and you're having a couple of brewskis, which these guys aren't doing, except I think John Daly is in his cart. Because John Daly, did you see the picture of John Daly? He's playing with the cart. He's got a cigarette in his cart. He's sitting in the <laughs> cart smoking, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he probably had a beer in there somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, so this is what golf is all about. John Rahm... He's going to go later on today because he's missed the cut. He's probably packing up his yeah, bags yeah. right now. Yeah. But he really had to go. He really had to go. Earlier today at Beth Page Black, Dustin Johnson, as I say, t- lining up his shot. And if you're a hacker like I am and you have a guy in the position that John Rahm is in, you're looking right at him and you're thinking, get out of there, man. How am I supposed to hit this <laughs> shot? But not Dustin Johnson. So no. this is the actual video. <laughs> Let's go back to earlier today. Action earlier today. At Beth Page Black at the PGA Championship second round, Dustin Johnson looking at his second shot, I believe, here. And I'll try to narrate it in case you missed it. Okay, play. Hello. Hello. Personally, anything we can do to speed the game up in any facet will help. There's, there's John Rahm up against a tree. So look behind the golfer. 191. Up against the tree. Oh. So John Personally. John Rahm is taking a leak against the tree. And the best part of this is he's actually in the view of Dustin Johnson. As I said, if you're out with a bunch of friends and you're drinking beer on a Saturday at some crappy golf course. I'm going to play this again just in case somebody missed it. Yeah, if you you have the video, if you're watching this on our Twitch live TV stream, you can see it. Uh, it's, It's hilarious. And anybody who's ever played golf, even pros. I mean, the pros do. I've played with professional golfers. You're out on the course. There's nobody out there and you got to pee. And there's no bathroom anywhere near there. You're going to jump in the cart and drive all the way, especially if you're yeah. in between the ninth hole and, and the 18th. So much easier for a guy, man. That's why That's why I still haven't used it yet because we gave it to your son, AJ. Um, but there's one of those female urinals. Yes, that, exactly. So that a woman can stand and, and pee. Like when I'm on a boat, I pee over the side. Yeah, but you know. Even if it's like on a luxury liner, I'll get over the side <laughs> and pee over into the ocean. And no matter how great Unless of- Chelsea, unless Chelsea, what's her name? Uh, Chelsea Manning? No, no, no. <laughs> Chelsea Handler. If she's oh. out there, I just pee on her. Apparently she likes that from what I've seen in videos. But enough about that. Now we have um, Bully Bully seventy seven Mustang says, "Forget Kapka. How are Verklempt, Nudnik, and Meshugana doing?" I'll have to check. I don't think I think they're way way down. I don't think they're going to make the cut, especially that Meshugana guy. He's a pain in the ass. He's a <laughs> he's a he's a putz actually. But I don't want to go there because I respect all these guys. There are guys that are plus twenty five. They're pretty much done. I think they withdraw when the, when you're plus twenty five at the PGA Championship. You pretty much pack up your bags and you go home. Some other guys. I mentioned uh, some of the other guys who are, are not playing well. Patrick Harrington, plus seven. He's Gonzo. He's plus twelve for the tournament, so he's not going to make the cut. John Daly's plus eleven, so his beer and his smokes will be pretty much the last he'll have. So John Daly is done, but at least he's uh, 
you know at least he's what is it, what do you, uh, when you drink a lot of water he's uh, hydrated hydrated okay. thank you Robin Although beer doesn't really hydrate you. <laughs> well, speaking of hydrated and peeing, I do have a quick little story. I don't know if you saw this. Yes. But um, as you know, the I, I don't know, is the coconut water craze waning? Is it kind of, is it, are we over it yet? Or are people I, I've still... never was in. I try to taste it. I, I, I just never got it. I like fresh coconut water when it's actually in the yeah, coconut. Yeah, when you're on a beach and they slice that yeah. head off and then you put a straw in it and it still tastes like crap, but they put a straw, <laughs> they put an umbrella in it. And it just no, it doesn't taste like crap. Yes, it does. It's terrible. But if you put the lime in the coconut, well, yeah, then, then it tastes good. a lot better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, so Coco, uh, Vita Coco is one of those yeah, coconut water the, brand names. There's like a million. I don't even think I don't even think Philly's manager Gabe Kapler is using coconut oil anymore. That shit is so last year. I think coconut water and coconut oil have jumped the shark, so to speak. But uh, but if you like to drink it, go ahead and drink it. You know what I'm drinking today? My Sky Energy. Now. The 120 calories. No protein, though. And it's it's going to be a different name fairly yes. soon. Yes, it is. It's good, but it's got B12. It's got B6. It's got the B52s in there doing Rock Lobster, which is even better. It tastes so much. When they play Rock Lobster and you're drinking the B vitamins, you just feel a little more partisome, even on a bad you, day. You are you are pepping up just a little bit because yeah. you were kind of, oh, you Oh, seriously, know? I felt like I was going to pass out. Yeah. So, I, I literally felt like I could. I, I, I was afraid to walk. That's you, how lightheaded I was. You needed a little, little bit of V vitamin. V vitamin. B vitamin. <laughs> B vitamin. And you know what's not pet. in here? Any of that? Uh, what's that crap called? The stuff that's in all the other energy like drinks. Like the taurine and all that. Taurine, a, not well, taurine green, of course. There is a NBA, tiny, but, tiny bit in this one, but there. No, there, there's not much taurine no, in here. It's, it's, it's not even listed on the uh, on the uh, ingredients. Oh, it's not. No, there's no. Uh, there's a little bit of, of taurine, and what's the other thing? Not codeine. That's when you want to really fall Yeah, asleep. really. That, that's when you want uh, the, the, the purple drink. But what's the, the majority? What's the one ingredient that they load up in this stuff? Caffeine is normally... Caffeine yeah, but and there's sugars. No, right, and there's, not, there's, there's very, very, very little, and then the formula is changing to be even more healthy coming up here pretty soon, so it's awesome. Exactly. We're really happy to be associated with them. Um, so back to And it tastes co- good, too, by the way. The, the Vita Coco. Um, now you saw this story and you said you think that this is a PR stunt. Yeah, this guy who's involved. Real. I don't even want to mention this jerk no, off. No, I name. won't mention the name. Okay. But but the and jerk- I hate that you call somebody a jerk off. But this that's being kind. But to this a guy. but a uh, I'm just gonna call him some Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Um, was, He's an unfunny comedian who just trolls people on Twitter to get reactions. Um, was re- was posting to Vita Coco's brand saying um, that he would rather drink. Their social media person's piss than Vita Coco, and so he was he was just going back and forth and being really 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 nasty because that's what he does. He's an attention whore, Robin. And then you're still reading the story. No, but the the so so he's saying that coconut water is disgusting. Kind of you know kind of the same thing that you said. But, yeah, but I don't but go a, I don't go to and yell at people's uh, Twitter feeds that I don't like their product. But the best thing now I don't know if this is a a. PR stunt. If it is, it's kind of brilliant. Um, but this is the reply from Coco Vita Coco to Joe Schmo. Not Coco Crisp, of course, former Major League Baseball. It is player. the PR uh, person standing right in a bathroom with a large jug that is yellow in in color with a, li- a yellow liquid it inside. Like pee. Yes, it looks I get like it. Looks like pee. And the reply is address. No, that's funny. That's funny. But but my my take on this is this clown guy 
who I actually had blocked, and I rarely block yeah, anybody. You, you I said you blocked him a long time ago, Yeah, right? because he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy, and so he, he tweeted at me once, and I don't even know who he is. I've never heard of him, but he has some fans. I mean, everybody's got fans. Even the worst people on earth have fans. And so he came at me once on Twitter, and then I looked up who he was, and I'm like, oh, oh, I, oh you're, a, you're a comedian. That's right. You're a comedian. I'm sorry that, that I offended you, sir. Now go back oh, to Oh, maybe sweaty. you could have called 911 like the, uh, the guys did yesterday. No, that too. comedian was funny. This guy <laughs> isn't. Yet people think he is. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all up to the individual person. But what he does on Twitter, I'm not even going to give out his handle. No. He's just one of those guys who purposely goes on and mm, trolls things to get more attention. He's and the listen, opposite. people do it all the time. He's the opposite of what we do. Exactly. He is nasty and horrible to people and make them feel shitty about themselves, whereas we do the exact opposite. We're nice. No, even we when we're nasty laugh. to people, like with Dean and our friends that we go back and forth with, cowboy friends that I know and go back and forth with, I, they, they, I don't hate those people. It's just fun. It's, just, it's what we do. You know, like we used to do the circle game before the Cubs banned it. You know, when you used to throw the circle up at your friend and put uh-huh. it down in your crotch area, and they would look, and then you'd punch them in the arm. Now, of course, it means you're a white supremacist, and you're going to go out there and start killing people on the streets. That's how crazy this world has got. We thank uh, a new follower. I'm a Jukes fan from the South Bay in SoCal. Love the show. Long time into the night fan. Long time, long time. Well, thank you. I'm a Jukes fan. Speaking of that, how about the Warriors last night, Robin? We were watching that game. Yes. Your goal is, well, I watch all these games. And I'd like to thank the Portland Trailblazers for participating and in this year's NBA Steph West. and Seth's dad did exactly what you said exactly. he was going to do. Del Curry was at the game last night, obviously the son of Steph Curry and Seth Curry. And so he was one of the great players in the NBA, Del Curry, back in the day. And they showed some video of the two sons on an NBA court up in Toronto when they were young kids just yep. shooting basketballs. On They were playing on NBA what floors. What a great-looking family. Absolutely. Oh my God. So what They're... did he do? His son, one son, plays for the Portland Trail Blazers, mm-hmm. and his other son, Steph, who's obviously the better of the two as far By as the professional way, careers. That was a major mistake as a parenting mistake. Why? Naming your children the same initials that close together Why? because when you're yelling at them, Seth, Steph, whoever no. you are. I think he knew how to say the game. No, He didn't like, name him Dell, Dell Jr. No, but I'm saying that when I, even my children, they're not very close to each other, but you still, when you're angry and you're yelling when at them. you mean them, by not close, just in the names. That, yeah, that, yeah, they're Christian and but Kimberlin. No, but nobody names their kids the same names. Steph and Seth. No, I'm saying. Well, now except it's Liam now because apparently Liam is what everybody... Does Liam Neeson have that much of an impact on people that the number one name for boys again last year is Liam? Yeah, I don't know. Who do you know is named Liam? Who else is named Liam? Liam Neeson. It's probably all those stupid Game of Thrones people that you follow. There's got to be a lot of actors because Liam is not – it's more of a a Celtic name, right? Liam is more uh, Irish, British, Scottish. There's a lot of Liam McHugh's. I'm not saying it's a bad name. You can name the kids whatever the hell you want. Oh, there's a Liam Helmsworth. Oh, that's right. So, so it's got to be. that's one of those. You know, it's a, whoever's popular. That's what happens. Yeah. Somebody's popular. Did you see Liam was the number one boy's name? The top five, one of the, um, he's number one. And, and the women's names. Did you look at that list, Robin? I know you like lists. I saw this yesterday. Because I have so much stuff here. I'm really not getting down to the lists. Liam isn't going to get you street cred if you're a rapper. Yeah, you don't hear any rappers named Liam. Little Liam? Little Liam. <laughs> Liam. <laughs> Douchey hipsters name their kids Liam. 
Caitlyn is for women. Named, of course, after our favorite woman, Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry. I didn't really want to go there. Do you know anybody named Liam? I don't think I do. And why would you... I mean, Liam Neeson, all I think about is him just killing... He's out for revenge in every movie. Does Liam Neeson do any movies that don't involve him getting revenge against somebody and going out on his own personal one-man uh, assassination squad? I don't know. No, he doesn't. I mean, the answer is no. <laughs> Unless he does another one. Now, he's a great actor. But you talk about guys who just crank out movie after movie after movie. Liam Neeson. So well, I don't understand. See, I don't... Okay, obviously... Liam Gallagher from Oasis. But I don't think people are thinking about Oasis right now. I don't think people were thinking about Oasis when they thought they were bigger than the Beatles back in the day when they weren't bigger than the Beatles. I don't understand how they are making these lists because I've just pulled up three different lists. Every single one of them is different as far as who's the first yeah, one. Yeah, see, that's isn't why it, I hate lists. Isn't it some kind of database that they you have should, to like, yeah. take should, yeah. If you're going to give out, these are the top five most popular male names and top five most popular female names of children born in the last year. You would think that yeah. there's a database to get that information. Exactly. To so, come to a conclusion. So I don't know where you got Liam as being the top, because apparently the top name for 2019 is Milo. Milo? Yeah, it's the top three. Milo, Jasper, and Asher. Are these dog names or people's names? People. Oh, I thought maybe the favorite dog names. And then names. for girls, it's Isla, like Isla. Yeah, Isla, Isla Bonita. Isla, Olivia, we know that. Yeah. that because oh, every, we know- every young girl now is named, uh, I can attest to that. Yes. Just in our neighborhood alone, and my niece's son, or daughter, they're all named, every girl every now girl. is Olivia. Olivia, right? and then uh, Posey. Posey? Yeah. Are you serious? Where, where did you get this list from? This is from Parents Magazine. That's bullshit. That list is fraudulent. How many kid people you know, who names their kid I Milo? Mean, Milo and Posey. I have Posey. nobody. And then I, I don't know a single human being, male, of anybody, even the most hipster, douchey friends that I have, or friends of friends of friends of the family. I don't know one man named Posey. Do you? Leo, I mean, Liam is number 29 on this list. I would take Liam before I'd name my kid Milo or Posey. What was the <laughs> third one? Um, for girls? No, for boys. For uh, for boys, the third one that they have on the parents list is Asher. Milo Jasper. Here it goes. Milo Jasper Asher Jasper. Atticus. 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 Attic. Oh no, that's Attica. <laughs> I'd name my kid Attica before I would name my kid. I'm so glad my kids grew up in an era when they just had regular. Listen, I don't care what you do. You can name your kid whatever you want. Moon Unit Zappa. You know, you can name it after a color, after a direction. West, North, East, South. I don't care what you name. I am your kid. very proud of the fact that I did. I I did not utilize top names to name my child now. So my kids have names that are not popular for their time period. So obviously people do that. See, it used to be you named your child your first child after a member of the family, whether it's the grand, mm-hmm. if it's a boy, grandfather. We did that father. in the middle name. Yeah, and a lot of people do that, and they still do. But yeah. now in the world of who's the most popular character right now, a popular actor. Oh, Liam Neeson. No, Liam Gallagher. Not Liam Gallagher. He sucked. Helmsworth. Helmsworth. Not Buster Posey. Posey's his last name. Or Parker Posey. Yeah, but those are last names. Yeah. Do you know anybody or have you ever heard of anybody who's named their son Posey? How can that be one of the top three? Where did they do this survey? In England? I know. In the British Isles? It seems seems weird. I agree. Those are dog names. Again, I'm not insulting people's kids. But people name their dogs 
Asher and Atticus. What were the other names there? Parker, Barker, Bruno. I mean, Bruno's a popular dog name. Yes. But that's a tribute to me, so I take that as a compliment. <laughs> you know, you it's know, a big German name. The Germans all name their dogs or their their people first names Bruno. <laughs> I bet you if you do a survey in German in Germany right now, Bruno would be the number one name for males and for dogs. For dogs, yeah. For both. So it's one of those generic names. Or, or my brother's name, Rex. Rex is a Rex. big dog name. Rex is big. Jasper. Jasper. Now, who the hell can? Well, are, are do people do people consider the same names whether they're cats or dogs, or is it slightly different? I think yeah, dogs have to be more masculine names. Well, one cat. It could be whatever you want. I'm one, just giving you my opinion. Here. One cat that everybody in the entire world. Came to know and love. Yes, is uh, has has sadly passed away. Give his real name first, then yes. his stage name. Um, the real name. Hold on a second. I'm actually pulling up the video as we speak, so that people. Can... Everybody knew this cat. He made millions of dollars. Yes, you he, saw him. You well, loved he, him. Well, he he made he. millions of dollars for his mom and dad. Exactly. Now he didn't get shit except a couple. You know, some freaks. Yes. Kibbles but and bits or something. His real name is tartar sauce, not tartar, tar- tardar sauce. So T-A-R-D-E-R yes. sauce. Correct. Tardar. Was his real name. His yes. stage name was Grumpy Cat. Correct. And Grumpy Cat is gone, and that would mean the face, and he I looked have, like he was angry, but he really wasn't. Yeah, and I have I have a, a video here of Grumpy Cat so that you can remind yourself of how much joy he brought you over the years. Some sad news to pass along this morning. The internet icon. Known as Grumpy Cat, has died. Her owners say the Arizona cat, whose oh, real she? name was Tartar Sauce, died Tuesday after suffering complications from an infection. Grumpy Cat was seven years old. Pictures of that cat's sour expression, of course, went viral back in 2012. Her permanent frown became the, the face of countless internet memes. A statement on her Twitter account says Grumpy Cat helped millions of people smile around the world, even when times were tough. I'm a fan of Grumpy Cat. Well, who wasn't? I mean, after all, Grumpy Cat was a she, Robin. I, I, I asked yeah. you this morning, and you said no. It's a it's a he. I, I thought he now was. Now I'm a boy getting all ripped because I listen to you. You're the crazy cat lady here, even though I love the three cats that we have. One of our crazy cats is sleeping right now. And speaking of the disease that he died from, and it's very common in a lot of cats. Her. Her. Yeah. That she died from, is a urinary tract urinary tract infection. Yes. One of our cats, Riddle, had one. And he was really, really sick. Yeah, we, we thought, thought we were, were going to lose him. We thought we were going to lose him. And one of his sons, right around that same time, actually um, uh, passed away from a urinary tract infection. And you know what we did to, to, to fix it? Change the diet. Yeah. You change because you say, what's the difference? Why, why is this well, cat I having a problem? more than just that. No, but, I know. You did all the research. Right. But we changed his food. And you gave him some medication, and boom, he's fine. I did. I, I did not follow doctor, the veterinarian's advice. The veterinarian was just going to have us uh, pretty much put him down. And um, so I, I did all sorts of different things with what would be considered, quote-unquote, holistic uh, type approach and gave them um, gave him like herbs and other stuff. And he... Was he using CBDs, do you think? Yeah. No, he wasn't. I would have. Yeah. He he wasn't, but I I would have done it if the ones that I. But within several days of me doing that, he started to improve, and unfortunately, it was too late for his son that somebody else had um, adopted. And yes, yeah, but um, yeah, I highly. If if you have cats, make sure that 
that you have good food, and if your cat is having and any we kind were, of by issues, the way, we were feeding our cats like the most expensive food right. you can buy. We weren't buying them like no. crap at the dollar store. But unfortunately, even the expensive foods can yes. be bad for certain cats. So, exactly. um, I hold on a second. Oh, here, Bully Seventy Seven Mustache. After hearing Dean's Tony stories, I'm naming my next cat Bruno Sauced. Bruno Sauced. <laughs> I wasn't sauced. Ridiculous. What's it now? Uh, honkers, honkers. It's ah yes, the tried and true indica cure for cats. Now, what is indica, Robin? I'm not familiar with herbs and sauces, and well, I'm familiar with herbs and sauces, but what is the indica cure? I I actually don't know. I don't know. And by the way, your people are coming to your defense. You're not a crazy cat lady. No, I can confirm that she's just a crazy lady. Period. Yes, I am a crazy. I'm a crazy animal person. It doesn't necessarily have to be. No, cats. me too. I, but the first video I posted this morning was the bouncy dog. Yes. There's oh, a dog, so there's adorable. a TV on, and there's a bunch of dog. looks like wolves. I think you mentioned this. This video was posted by somebody who had one of those trampolines with a well, zipper. Well, the original, in. it was Yeah, based, the original yeah. one. That's what I'm pointing out. So somebody had it. You know, a lot of people have trampolines in their backyards for their kids. But now they're enclosed with that zipper case so that anybody can't go on it in the middle of the night. But apparently they left the zipper open one night, and a couple of wolves... Right? Foxes. Foxes, I'm sorry. Foxes went on the trampoline and they started jumping up and down. And then somebody took that and made it a meme and added other animals jumping up and down. So this one family played the video of the jumping up and down uh, animals, the foxes, and their dog is like standing up on his front paws on the TV stand and watching these animals jump up and down. And he starts jumping up and down in the living room on would the you, carpet. Would you like me to play it? Yeah, play it. It's hilarious. There's no sound. Um, but it's it's really really cute, really? and I, I love. I, I'd rather post more animal. I like to post animal videos, and and parody accounts. And so let me just explain. So the video that the little dog is watching is a remake Correct. of the original. It's a remix of the ignition. It's not a remix. It's a, they, they they've CGI'd it. Robin, play along. Okay. It's a remix of the ignition. Except R. Kelly was not. It had nothing to uh. do. With the remix of this video. Okay. Just relax and play the damn video. I wanted to make sure you got it right, Tony Bruno. I have I always get it right. I'm I'm about yeah, facts. No, 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 no. I'm a facts first guy before okay. I give an opinion. I don't just spout out nonsense. And when I'm wrong, people correct me. And then I correct myself. Cheapers. Cheapers. Okay, play. Play the little doggy. What kind of dog is that? It looks it's like a, a multi multi poo or something like that. Ma- so know. it's a multi it's a Maltese and a, a cockapoo. I'm I'm guessing. It's cute. By the way, Dean just subscribed with Twitch Prime, and now subscribed for two months. That's Beautiful. right. You can you don't have to do it one at a time. You can subscribe for two months at a time. Okay, there he goes. <laughs> I just think that's so adorable. <laughs> it is. People are smart now. Just videotape your dogs. You catch them or animals, cats, dogs, rats. Whatever you have in your house, you make a video, people will watch it. It doesn't matter what kind of animal it is, right? Animals are great. Animals are great. <laughs> animals are great. <laughs> but, bully 77 must say, quit giving Riddle Grey Goose. No, we do not feed our... Did you see that the one, the, that, that one stupid uh, frat boy house had a keg party last weekend? And they had a, what their dog... And they had the dog drinking the keg, Ugh. beer out of the keg. They actually confiscated the dog. The SPCA did when they saw the video. Good. And took it away from those idiots. Listen, if they, dogs like to drink anything. 
but you don't have to force feed them beer from a keg. Your dog does not need to do a kegger. No. I've done keggers at my son's, both of my son's graduation parties. But it's by choice. You do it by choice. You don't force feed any animal alcohol. Now, weed, that's a different story because they really don't have anything. They just get a contact high from that. If you're smoking dope around your animals, they get high too, right? Well, no, but I've never are, smoked dope around because I never really smoked there dope. There are CBD medications for animals now. Of course. And my, my mom actually, you know, my mom has the three cats um, and they had, what they were adopted, they were rescued, and one of them had major brain damage from um, inhale. The, the, they were found in, uh, covered in some kind of a substance mm-hmm. that was uh, like, carcinogenic or whatever I don't know but um, the one kitten had severe brain damage and has had major effects from it his entire life and she was just going crazy because he would he would like go around in circles and go crazy it was just very bizarre and she started giving him CBDs he's almost normal you down with CBDs and our buddy Trevor up in the 203 in Connecticut says that frat party where they were feeding the, the cat, I mean the dog, the uh-huh. beer from the uh-huh. from a keg, Hofstra University. And those bastards at that frat have now, they suspended the, they didn't do anything to the kid. They just said, no more frat parties. Like they're not going to go out and do yeah, it again right. over the weekend. I thought they were banning all these frats and frat houses. and They do it, and then all of a sudden they wait a couple years and then they're back at it. Well, it they, was like the part, remember the happy hour thing? People were dying on half, they were going home from work. Going to a local mm-hmm. bar, radio stations were sponsoring well, happy they, hours, 5.30 to 7, come on out. And then all of a sudden, a lot of people started dying because they were driving home drunk. Right. And then the mad thing took off and, and all as, and the sad, the students against it. Yeah. And so what happened? They banned happy hours. Yeah. And then 10 years later, boom, happy right hours back. are back again. Well, they banned hazing. They didn't ban... Uh, no, happy hours were banned no, in no, many No, no, no. I'm places. saying that in colleges, they didn't ban uh, the, the frat houses... But they are frowning upon hazing. Yeah, well, no, of course. That's what they... But that's why they... No, that's why they... In a lot of college campuses, they have done away with frats because of the hazing and everything else. They just shut it down. They, they don't give they them a couple... Completely... They don't put them on double secret probation and say, ah, oh, come back in a couple weekends when everything I thought balances. it was just the hazing, that they, were, they still had the frat houses. There are still frat houses, but I'm saying some schools, oh, okay. which really go to extreme now when anything happens. Well, yeah, you go from zero to 60. And yeah, and they shut... Yeah, and and these idiots at this Hofstra thing were just dopes. Just dopes. You don't do that to animals. If you want to put a stinking... You want to do a keg stand and drink the half a keg and blow your brains out? Go right ahead. And I mean with the beer, not with a, not with a gun. I'm not talking about that kind of craziness. No. Because I've done keg stands, so I'm not a hypocrite. But I didn't get hammered, as, as Dean used to say, when I did a keg stand. I just wanted to show off because I was in pretty good shape. In fact, if you've seen my keg stand photos, they're going to be in my X-rated Tony Bruno collection. I know. Because I was pretty buff then. Yeah, but you still are. You nah, still nah, I'm pretty not. Good. I, I mean, got to hit the gym hard. I got to hit somebody hard. And if this guy named Jim's come by, speaking of Jim, we will have a Jim from Phoenix, Jim from Cheltenham update today. Correct. Today's a big anniversary on May 17th in Philadelphia sports history. We'll play that. Plus, Miss Robin, the only Game of Thrones uh, addict on this podcast, has an update. We have now Game of Thrones final episode prop bets available. Now, since I don't know, the, the best tweet about the Game of Thrones came yesterday. Well, no, I wanna, I'm going to tease this. Okay. The best Game of Thrones meme or, or tweet was yesterday from Pat Sajak, who has the most sardonic wit. 
He did. You watch him on Wheel of Fortune, you and you don't never <laughs> guess. But he posted that. I want people to think that it's a parody count, but no, it's actually it's him. Really Pat Sajak. <laughs> he's great. We had a chance to meet him and talk to him a couple years ago at one of the Flyers. Uh, he's such a great guy. Winner uh, classic. I did not games. expect to like him so much. I thought that he would be, you know. No, he's of, a he's a character. Yeah. And so when you see him on TV, he's just this, you know, affable guy. He's doing Wheel of Fortune forever. Van is over there. She's still doing whatever it is she does. But it's an amazing story about the success of Wheel of Fortune, just like Jeopardy. But here's uh, <laughs> Pat Sajak tweets out, you know, I think I'm going to, I've been reluctant, but I think I'm finally going to get into the Game of Thrones thing. My friends have been trying to force me, and so I promise I will start watching and watch it from this weekend on, I'm going to start watching Game of Thrones. I, I watched the tweet, but pretty much he says, I'm going to yes. start watching it this weekend. Obviously, it's the last episode. People are so outraged, though, Robin. How outraged are there? There is now a a petition, an online petition, yes. right? Let's go to your petition desk. And a woman who has a petition, but it's usually to keep me away from her. A partition, not a petition. Let's go to your Hold on, you petition to... desk and so your correspondent. This is what I have Ms. to do Robin, uh... when, whenever I have any stories because I have to do everything on one computer. I can't have all the windows open at once. Just don't have the walls open. So Just the windows. And, have then, and we'll me... have a sex strike up. Sex strike update today because we're following this very closely. We're going into the second weekend of the sex strike. And just to make sure that you get through it without any like models posing naked to keep you from having sex or some other celebrity telling you not to have sex, we will tell you ways to get through yet another weekend. The weather's finally warming up. People are going to start taking more clothes off, Robin. You're going to see tube tops, tank tops. You're going to see spandex. And you should see what the girls are going to be wearing. Yes, thank you. But I'm bomb. Thanks. Well, shall we go? This is this is huge, Tony Bruno. Yes. Um, based upon the last couple of episodes, fans of Game of Thrones are now demanding that writers that the the company remakes season eight with brand new writers or like throw everything out we are not happy with how this season is going especially they spent seven years seven seasons then they made you wait two years for the final season and it sucks according to most people so one fan created a petition calling for a remake of the season with all new writers and as of today um, the petition has, whoops, whoops. It's got to be over 30,000. Oh, there's way more than that. It I was mean, 25,000 yesterday. The, the, it's not pulling up for me. So I get, maybe somebody else can actually <laughs> see the petition. But it is, it is so funny that, and I, and with the, um, the Sonic the Hedgehog having changed their entire movie. Yeah, they, they ditched the entire they character. The They're enti- re- redoing the character. So when the movie comes out around uh, November, the Sonic that you saw in the previews is gone. It sucked out loud. So he kind of wondered, like, would they really do this? Would they? Do you think that that would? Like, of course not. There's too many saps who bought into this. People get pissed off at. But this. here's the thing. But people get pissed actually, off at series finales of all shows. But they could remake. They could actually do it. Still use a lot of the footage that they already have. Maybe only redo a couple things and have people watch it all over again. I don't have time. This is ridiculous. The same people want the re-election in 2016 as our buddy Tony RU2 says. Are these people serious? I guess they want a reboot of the presidential election in 2016. Of course they do. 
Nobody's happy with anything. Remember, there have been a lot of bad, there have been a lot of huge shows, Robin, where the finale sucked and people are angry at the way it ends, right? This isn't just the finale that sucks. This is the entire season that sucks because the, the, the stupid Seinfeld finale people weren't happy with. The, uh, the Sopranos one people hated. I never even watched The Sopranos and I watched the last, last episode and that sucked. All we learned is that the daughter couldn't parallel park. Isn't that how that ended? Yes. The stupid daughter couldn't was, parallel park? Really, big, so, big deal. It's like most women in, in the city, they can't parallel park. So, Tony, how many people did you think had, a, had signed it at least? Uh, let me see. At least four, I know. No, you said 30,000. I, I saw 25,000 and then 30,000 last well, night. As but I don't seven, actually have the tote board up and running. Bobby. As of seven hours ago? How many? Nearly a million people. No! One million people. We should get those people to start following the show. Listen, here it is. Here's what I want you to do. All of you Game of Thrones fans who are pissed off at this final season and you want to follow something that will not let you down, we will only employ the dragon, fire-breathing dragons when necessary. The characters on the show will not go away in an unsatisfying way for you. So here's what you do. If you're one of the one million people that signed that petition to go and say, get the damn Game of Thrones finale season completely read. Let's, let's take, take two from the top. Let's redo the entire season. I want you to go and follow twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. You're watching right now. Maybe you're not following. Just hit the follow button. That's it. There's no petitions. You don't have to go crazy. It's that simple. Just follow the show. At twitch.tv slash even if you're listening to it and watching it now, even if you're watching this on a replay, you can still follow the show watching one of the rebroadcasts of our Twitter show, our Twitch show. Yes, exactly. But that you can only watch the archive shows if we decide to do a rerun, um, then then it'll be as if it's a live show Correct. and you can watch it just if you're a follower. But if we don't do a rerun and we'll probably stop doing reruns Why? at some point. No, we want to have 24-7 yes, programming Yes, but we might be have the other program. Okay, but I'm saying our show, yes, we, our show, people miss an episode, they can go back and watch, watch it Watch the anytime. archives if they are subscribers. Exactly. That's, yes. for, that's the bonus for being yeah. a subscriber. You get the extra, you get the deleted scenes. Yes. Which is pretty much every show is a deleted scene. <laughs> Sometimes we have to delete. No, we never delete anything. We never edit out any content. Nope. You know, there's profanity the on the show. The only time anything is edited is if it's not our choice because somebody somewhere decides that we've played some music. That and we're that's not the kind to. of Nazis activity that we have going on in this country. People are determining what and what not we can't what we can't say or do. We will not tolerate that. We will march forward. We will do whatever it takes to bring you the constant variety, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. And I want to thank everybody that's on uh, the Bruno chat room. I see tons and tons of badges, and we love badges. We don't need no stinking badges, but you get one. This, this is where a badge really helps when you're on the show, because then you can get involved in the stream chats. You can go and back and forth with all the other folks on the stream chat line. Mm -hmm. Everybody's can, going crazy. You can uh, vie for the top bit space leaderboard, which currently is being held by... Who's the top of the leaderboard? The top of the lead... Oh, Bully. Bully 77 Mustang is still up there. Boy, you, people are going to have to like... And who really said bullies were bad guys? Double down to kind of get on... And oh, Brendy's back. Yes. Yay, Brandy I know 85. she said she had a tough week. And I, by the way, I, I asked her last night, I said, where have you, did you unfollow the show? 
And she says, no, no, I've had a tough week. But we know, we see when she's there. We see you when yes. you're sleeping. But Brendy, we know when you're awake. Brendy hasn't figured out yet how to subscribe for free using her Amazon Prime account, if she has one, or how to subscribe by going to the subscriber page. It's a big, big red button on the Twitch page, so Tony Bruno easy. Nation Live. And you just go down there. and, and It's you, so easy, even Tony could do even it. Even a caveman can do it. And you just hit it. And I had to explain this to my son, who has Twi who has Amazon Prime, is an IT specialist. And I said, just download the app on your phone. He says, I don't. I have a lot of apps on my phone. I said, I'm your damn dad. It's not going to take up a lot of space. You got the iHeart app on your phone to listen to other shows. Why wouldn't you put my app on and listen to my damn show? This is a light light years better than all the crap you're listening to. There's some good shows. I'm not knocking iHeart or the programming that you want to listen to. I'm just saying, how could he, of all people, my son, Anthony Joseph Bruno Sr., Junior, actually, I'm the senior, <laughs> although he doesn't like to be called Junior, and I don't call him Junior. I got him Junior Mints one for Christmas, and he got pissed off. <laughs> Did you ever have Junior Mints, Robin? Yeah, I have. I don't care for them that No, much. I don't like them either. But anyway, it's easy, absolutely easy. And the caveman has jumped the shark, too, as yes. the man cave. So, it's funny. The man cave and the caveman have jumped the shark officially in the advertising world. Now, if you go to twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, mm -hmm. subs, I think it's subs. Oh, we got subs? But if do you, you have to really be a, do we, okay. do we need subs, Robin? <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> and if you want to submit, we're if here. You, we're, we'll accept subs, anyone. It's fine. Oh, not that one. It goes subs, Bruno Nation Live, I think. <laughs> you know, it, when you have subs, the order is important. <laughs> Let's see. There it is. By the so way, I have I'm, to give an update on... on now, now, Trevor from the 203 is one of our most active listeners. And he always corrects me when I'm wrong, and he always gives me information when I don't have it, which is great. But i got to correct him on a couple of things. Pat Sajak is not a Flyers fan. Pat Sajak is a diehard Washington Capitals fan. In fact, he lives in the Washington, D.C. area. He doesn't live in Baltimore. He lives in the D.C. area. They were actually medical facilities named after Pat Sajak and his wife down in, the, uh, in Maryland. So he is from Maryland, the Washington, D.C., Maryland area, BWI, mm -hmm. as they mm -hmm. call it, and he's a big Capitals fan. And we found that out when the Flyers had the Winter Carnival here right. a few years ago on New Year's Day, and we were doing a show at Chickies and Pete's, and Pat Sajak was sitting in Chickies and Pete's a couple of tables away, I and know. nobody even recognized him. So I said, hey, Robin, there's Pat Sajak. And I was on the air, so I couldn't get up and go say something. So she brought him over, and he sat down with us. And he's a huge hockey fan. And he's obviously a Washington Capitol fan. And then they finally won the Stanley Cup last year, so he was very, very happy. So Pat Sajak, unbelievable. And he only goes out to watch. He, he leaves his property in, in the Maryland area, the D.C. Baltimore area. I don't know exactly where his address is, but he lives in the Washington area. He goes out to California one week a month and then tapes an entire month worth of shows, Wheel of Fortune shows, in one week. So he goes out there for a week, spends a week there, and then comes back for a month, and then goes back out for a week, and then films a week, a month's worth of shows. So he's only in L.A. a week out of every five weeks. Must be nice. Well, plus the money he's making. And by the way, yes, as you point out, if you do have Amazon Prime, Robin is now posting the link where you can subscribe for free. That's the advantage of having Amazon Prime being on this channel you don't have to pay for a subscription. It's only $4.99. I mean, Mike Francesa, I saw yesterday, my buddy Funhouse on Twitter, he keeps track of Mike Francesa, one of the most legendary radio sports talk guys in New York, who's now sitting there 
by himself and sounding completely bored every day, charging you $8.99 to watch his show. But I wonder, we're going to have to play that clip. Because yesterday I was giving golf updates, and I'm looking at the leaderboard while I'm doing a show. And not right now. I'm not asking you okay. to play this now. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute. And I, I actually responded to this last night. So just like I did yesterday, you're looking at the leaderboard. You're trying, especially when there's live events. We had a baseball game going on yesterday, and we had the PGA Championship starting. So I go look at the board, and I now know that Bryce Kepsa, Brooks Kepka is now back through two holes. Guess what? He's just added two more strokes, or he's taken away two more strokes. He is now nine under par. Defending champion Brooks Kepka is underway in his second round this afternoon. Play two holes, minus two. Minus nine for the tournament. Jordan Spieth, who finished up earlier, finished up at minus five for the tournament, minus four today. So he is four shots back. Tommy Fleetwood is on the course now in his second round. He's through five holes. He's minus one on the day, minus four. And then Berger, Dustin Johnson's minus four. He's finished up. Uh, Daniel Berger, he's finished up. So he's on the leaderboard. He is at four under. So you've got... Things starting to heat up on the second round. Kepka minus nine through two holes. Jordan Spieth finished up four under on round two, five under for the tournament, four shots behind Brooks Kepka. Tommy Fleetwood back on the course this afternoon. He is through five holes. He is now four under, picking up a shot uh, as he uh, is one under par through five holes, and now four under for the tournament. Berger is minus four. He's finished for the day. Dustin Johnson also finished earlier. Minus three for the day, and he is four under. So you got one guy at five under, Jordan Spieth, who's done, and then all the other golfers on the course trying to catch up. Bunch of guys at four under. Tiger Woods on the course for the afternoon round. He's playing with Kepka, Kepka, but Kepka's already off and running in his second round today. So I'm doing this as I'm looking at a leaderboard and trying to get you up to date on it. And so Mike Francesa yesterday, do you have this cut, Robin? I do. I don't even know if I sent it to you. No. It's, it's pretty funny. It's, again, he does what he does. God bless him. He's a legendary guy. But he was reading the golf scores yesterday. And, again, he's on, he has a video component like we do. But most of the people are listening to him, right, on the radio. And when you're doing something live, you've got to think of the people who are listening more than the people who are talking. And he does that because he doesn't play to the camera at all. He's just focusing on his show. I think I have it now. Hold so on. So he's on the air, and he's using his cell phone, which is even harder when you're looking at a leaderboard. I mean, I got it on. This guy's got it. This guy makes millions of dollars. He's got his own studio. He's got all these people helping him. And then he's reading the, uh, <laughs> he's reading the leaderboard. And it is absolutely. Is this, I think this is it. I think this is it. Is it him reading the scores? I think so. All right, let's go to you. This is yesterday. Because this was posted by Funhouse. Yeah, right? Funhouse is the guy who's back after this. He's a hilarious guy on Twitter who just keeps track of Mike Francesa's show every day and always posts clips of things that he finds amusing, hilarious, or just out-out awful. Oh, wait. This is the, I think this is today's. Hold on. Hold on. One more. It's yesterday's. It's funny. I'm looking for Ty. So Justin Rose, by the way, is even par. He's back on the course now. So I mentioned earlier the cut line will be minus three or worse. And there's a lot of guys who are right there. Here we Brent, go. Brent Got Snedeker it. is is, um, is plus three, I should say. Plus three is the cut line. A lot of guys out on the course this afternoon. A lot of them are plus three, hanging on for dear life. But I mentioned John Rahm is already done. He is five over. And, oh, by the way, Sergio Garcia is now out there. He's through four holes. He's plus one for the day and now plus five for the tournament. So it looks like unless a miracle happens, well, he's got a lot of holes left. 
Unless he can get it to plus three, Sergio Garcia is going to miss the cut, too. So will Martin, Martin Keimer is going to miss the cut. Steve Stricker, you're gone. And John Rahm, the big story, because Rahm had never missed a cut in any of the tournaments he's been playing in his young career. So he was a guy a lot of people were looking at. Kevin Nas, plus five. He's done. Gonzo. Jim Furyk, Gonzo. And so we look down at the, the Bubba Watson is plus six. But today, he's got to make up a lot of ground to try to make the cut. He's through two holes. He's even par through two. He's going to have to pick up a bunch of strokes if he wants to play into the weekend. Same thing with Lee Westwood, who's on the course now, plus one. So now he's plus six for the tournament. He's only played one hole. Ian Poulter, Brandon DeChambeau is plus six. He's going home. He is out of here. So that's me reading the very latest. Right. By comparison, let's go to Francesa. Let's go to Mike Francesa. And see see the comparison. I'm not comparing myself to him. I'm saying we're, we're doing this. Now, <laughs> remember, am. he didn't just get a job in radio yesterday. Right. He's not an intern. The guy's been in the business as long as I have. He's a legendary figure in New York. So this is what he was doing yesterday. This is what I just did. But he was doing it, giving the scores. But he was reading it from a cell phone, which is even harder to do. At least I have a big screen here where I can look at the scores. Let's go to Mike Francesa yesterday, giving you the updates from the PGA round one. Uh, Willow plus six. Young, uh, Y Yang six. Watson, Bubba Watson plus six. Duffner plus six. This is Isaac Harrington plus five. Daly plus five with his caught. So the caught didn't work that much today. Matt Fitzpatrick five, plus five. Mm-hmm. Lee Westwood, Shane Lowry plus five. Uh, uh, Kaima plus four. Kaima. Patrick Reed plus four. Sergio plus four. Stenson plus four. Snedeker plus four. Thomas Pitas uh, t- uh, plus four. Furek plus four. Yes. This Cop, is Cop Joe says McElroy's plus three with three to play. Mm-hmm. So he's in trouble. Uh, 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 <laughs> and uh, 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 what was the uh, it was helpless. Uh, oh, <laughs> good lord! Now that is just riveting, riveting. He leaves me limp. I oh, yeah, he does too. Me too, Mike. I'm a nitwit. No, no, not not like that. So you just heard me try to do a live leaderboard. And you heard a guy who's considered maybe the greatest of all time in sports talk radio. And he's charging you $8.99 a month for that kind of content. $8.99! Are you out of your mind? Now Ours is $4.99. If you and don't I don't have, have pauses that you can drive the, the entire fleet of Mack trucks on I-95 through. Now, I have to explain, though. <laughs> Alto Vasol asked, I'm confused. What is the four ninety nine for? I thought it was free. Yes, it is free to join. It is free to follow. Exactly. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can get that four ninety nine per. And that's a subscription because that's how we're going to make money on right. this show. So, so if, we're not char- you People are paying four ninety nine a month, and you don't. You don't have to subscribe, but if you do, that's how we can keep this show growing and get better and better. And, and if so, you have Amazon, and Prime. and you get it for free. 
Yes. So, so you're not paying for it if you have Amazon Prime. And who doesn't these days? So let me let me explain. Okay. Just real I'm gonna I'm gonna draw a picture for everybody. You can follow free. You can get the Twitch app for free. Yes. But to subscribe, there are benefits to subscribing. Exactly. We'll if send you, you an NPR tote bag that we've collected <laughs> and are still trying to get rid of after that And as we piece. grow, the benefits are going to grow as well. Exactly. Um, but if you have an Amazon Prime account, and who doesn't, then you can link your Amazon Prime with your Twitch account, and mm -hmm. then it becomes, boom, a Twitch Prime account. And when you have a Twitch Prime account, you are allowed to subscribe to one channel per month for free. Exactly. Every month. Every month, you just have to renew your subscription for uh, the Bruno Nation Live when you have your Prime, your Twitch Prime account. You just renew it every single month, and you get it for free forever. Um as long as you continue on with your Amazon Prime membership. And that's how we can continue to bring you three hours of uninterrupted right. shows every day without stopping down every 10 seconds. And so that's, that's the advantage of digital medium. And you can listen to it. And if you're a subscriber, then you can go and watch all the replays of shows that you have missed. I mean, pretty much anybody in the business now is doing this. And people who have a following, and we appreciate my followers out there. And so... Five bucks that you can't even cross, you can't even get out of New Jersey for less than five bucks now. Exactly. And the tolls are going up everywhere. You try to get out of New York, it's like $17 to go through a, a bridge now or over a bridge in New York. Just think for the cost of getting out of the state of New Jersey over any of the bridges crossing from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, you can have this show for one month as opposed to the 10 seconds that it takes for you to go through the toll every single day. Just look at it that way. That's less than a half a pack of cigarettes. Cigarettes are like 10 bucks, aren't they now? That's the cheap shit. So. <laughs> George Washington Bridge trip, $15. That's three months of the show to go over the, 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 the stinking George Washington Bridge one time. $15? One time to go Damn. into New York. That is an outrage. And Might the tolls, I mean, the tolls are going up That's everywhere. That's more expensive than the train. You can't, you can get a guy, you can get, now with Memorial Day weekend approaching, gas prices are going up. That's less than a gallon of gas to watch, <laughs> to get the show for one. <laughs> it's, it's the same price as a Big Mac. Isn't a Big exactly. Mac $4.99? You can't even get a, a stinking Happy Meal for under five bucks now. How much a Happy Meal, buddy? I have no idea. You can't get but, the $5 fillet box at KFC. <laughs> now, I want to so show... So take $10 out of your pocket. Now, if you don't have uh, Amazon Prime, so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Go get yourself a $5 KFC fill-up box, and then with the other $5, you subscribe to the show for $10. You can have a KFC fill-up or a 4 for 4 combo from Wendy's. What can you do for $10? Not much. Are you getting five days a week of entertainment, entertaining comment? You're paying more than that for Netflix, and all of their shows are getting canceled. And and Hulu has live sports, like, but they're getting rid of a lot of. Did you see the Hulu's content's going to? A lot of it's going like, away. Yeah, because Disney got a lot of it. They're Unbelievable. Taking it away. And not only that, but three hours—that's like two movies. How much can I get for one of them Robert Kraft massages, AJ Marcos? <laughs> You can get uh, destroyed around the country, or at least for at least one calendar year. Now I want to show ridiculed. I want to show people something because I'm still trying to figure out if I did this right. So somebody out there, please help me. So 
you right now, if you're watching on uh, on the live stream, you will see our our the video. So you're going to see video and video. Okay. But I want to show you this. So if I see, you should be looking something like this, where you see like this, me. You don't want to look like me. No, Please, you see this little this little red. Uh, this little red and or pink and white. Oh, that's flower just a zit, Robin. Don't be making fun of my complexion, please. If you click on that and hover over it, it comes up with a see, and then it has like the square. You can see with hover over that, and that's the blurp. That's where you can subscribe blurp, for blurp, your blurp, 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 for blurp, your walk on sound. Blurp, blurp, and you blurp. can do anything right now. I am going to be making a Bruno Nation Live soundboard. Right now, there is one sound on there. Do you have it? It's um, let's go to let's go to. So if you want that to be your walk-on mm-hmm. sound whenever you join the chat room. I want something a little like salsa. Like, uh, but there's other... like the Philly, most of the Phillies players come up to this great salsa music, and then they strike out, and people are pissed off that the team's in first place going uh, into this weekend, and it feels like they're not in first place because of the way they've been playing lately. Like our good friend Andrea. Uh-huh. You know, the Phillies got destroyed by Milwaukee. They got absolutely bludgeoned in that four-game series. Lost three out of four to the Brewers, and the Brew crew is damn good. This team not only can bash the ball, they can steal bases. I mean, Milwaukee's legit. We knew that. But meanwhile, so salsa music equals strikeouts in baseball. My, I want my walk-up music to be with something a little with a little uh, spice in it, Robin. Even though I don't like spicy food, I love me some spicy music, and especially some spicy Latina girls. I can just think of it now. This should be I, my I'm walk-up. Sure, I'm sure that they're so, – so anyway, if you hover over those or, hover. or if you are on your mobile app, you should see it like in the bar. Right. Then you um, you see both a subscriber and a <laughs> and the flower thing so that you can go to anywhere you want. But if you hover over it and click on that, then it'll take you to where you need to go to to get your walk-on sound. Like take and I me want to somebody, a special place. I want take. somebody to actually try it so I know. Here, I got I my walk-up up. music, Robin. I found it. Here it is. Rico. Suave. Rico. They don't write songs like this anymore, you know, Robin? It's just uh, That's going to be my walk-up music. You like that? I like it. Oh, speaking of walk-up music, <laughs> guess who is going to make a an actual um, theme song for us? Who? Um, Jervis and his friend. Um, oh, his name just went bloop in and out of my ear. Jervis the, Peterson, the, Jervis survi- Peterson, the original survivor. Yeah, the, the, his friend that was here that that is the techie guy and yeah. the musician. For, they have that geek podcast. Oh God, why am I just brain dead for a minute? But um, he is a musician. And he made the fantastic theme song for their show that is also going to be on Twitch pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna, he's going to write us a theme song. Oh, beautiful, man. How cool is that? I'm really you excited. You know, we had a theme song that our buddy Kay Gates from New Orleans made yes. for us years ago under the end of the night that show. That was awesome. Guys, awesome. He's a really major performer. I should see if we I can see find if we it. can find that. That was well done, man. It was. Kay Gates, guy's a rapper. He's, he's unbelievable. He's in New Orleans. He has a lot of music out. And then he was a fan of the show when we were on nationally. And he said, I'm going to make a, a, a theme song for you guys. And we used to play it almost every night. It was phenomenal. Because we actually did a, a, a national search, sort of like Star Search, except Ed McMahon's dead and we, he can't do it anymore. So we had people say, put together a theme song for the show 
And we had a whole bunch of people send stuff yeah, in. Yeah, there were some, some really funny ones. There were mm-hmm. some uh, ones that were a little bit painful. But everybody tried really, really hard, and we were incredibly impressed with everybody. Exactly. Now, Brendy says, I'm trying to subscribe, but there's no red button. Um, Brendy, if you, if you, if you want to subscribe, you hit the purple star, I believe. The purple star, not purple pink star. hearts. That's in uh, one of those cereals. What cereals? So here's the problem. Has- it's like because I am not a listener, I don't see what you guys see. Right. So do you uh, see what? So if I anybody see? else is out there that can answer her question on the chat room, that would be awesome. Exactly. Now, did you find? Uh, I'm looking. I'm the looking. K Gates. It's a great song too. It's got a good beat. Now, of course, some of it doesn't apply now because Tim Cates isn't on the show anymore. He was our producer out in L.A., but he gave everybody love. Even Jose gets mentioned from Norristown yes. in the song because he rhymes. I mean, this guy spits major rhymes, not Buster rhymes. He does his own thing now. So there's a brown star. I think Cop Joe's just joking around with that. What up? We haven't heard. Jose was on like a couple weeks ago, and now he's disappeared. I think he actually has kind of a job. Who the hell cares about a job? You don't think our listeners have jobs? It's Friday afternoon. It's going to be 80 degrees today. Spring is in the air. People are starting to take clothes off when they go outside. As I mentioned, tank tops, tube tops, flip tops. What are the other ones? Uh, Wife beaters. Can you call them wife beaters anymore? I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to do that. that's, that's That's a little not appropriate. People say they have to work later. Trevor from the 203 has got to go to work at 5. Jose made an appearance on them. Remember, we, we had this whole thing. Is that really Jose mm-hmm. from Norristown? He appeared on the Twitch stream board. And Correct. then all of a sudden, we haven't heard from him. And yes, I know you can get a lot of good stuff for $10 in Kensington section of Philadelphia. You're ready to know that. But thanks for telling us. I think the Philly mayor's out there selling some stuff right now to the back of a car, trying to get people motivated to go out and vote in the primary next week. Because there's not enough candidates running for office in the city. There's like 75 candidates running for three city council seats. RG Throne is requesting a Jose drop in the Twitch machine. So you know what? This is what I will do. If we make sure, if I can actually have somebody test it and make sure that it's working, Mm -hmm. then I will um, take requests that if you want a certain sound on the Twitch Bruno Nation board Mm -hmm. for your walk-on music, Mm -hmm. I will cut the, it can only be 10 seconds long, but whatever you send me, send me a link. Uh, of whatever it is you want, or or if it's something that I have, just let me know what it is, and um, I will make your walk-on music available in the Bruno Nation soundboard on Blurp. Blurp. That's a great blurp, name. Blurp. blurp, Blurp. Now, you know your song you're going to have to play now, Robin, right? What? You're going to have to play the Dorp, Dorp song, and we're going to have to play Gloria today, too. We got, we got hockey tonight. I found it. I found oh, it. Oh, you found the uh, the uh, K-Gates? Yeah, now I have, to, I have to open it up. Hold on. Open it up. You want to hear This is good. This is professional grade performance by listeners who love this show. You know, a lot of people have good bands. There's a lot of individual performers who've said, hey, I want to do some stuff for the show. King Gates, you all the savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the Fire Sports Radio Show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's in our Yo, it's all the famous come and go. Thank God it's Friday. Let's ride 
subscribe and get the cork school. Tell Tony that he's my favorite sports school. NFL, bring the wood. MLB, step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. Wanna sports radio, legendary figures. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. Is that? Listen to that. Is that not professional grade? Oh, God, I love that. I could be. I want to be on Bourbon Street right now, cranking this, walking down the street with a band. Can you see this being played live? You know, I should. I should contact K Gates and have him re-record it for this. I agree. Show. Because Robin edited that. Yeah, I did. You took out it, so it's a badly edited song. The I origi- saw. It. I you know. You still have the original? Let me see if I still have the original. Song. I hate when stuff's edited. For there's no bad words in it. It was just that he mentioned Tim Cates, and so we wanted to freshen it up. But I, 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 there's no problem having Tim Cates mentioned in there. No, I know. I thought that was actually the full version, but... No, that was the edited version. Hold on. But how good... Is that not professional grade? Uh... That, you can hear that in Bourbon Street. When you have a live band... You've been to Bourbon Street in New Orleans. You know when the live bands come by? Even the funerals sound great in, in New Orleans. When they have the funeral mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. They, they, it's incredible. They have, it is a, whenever, and there, there's several countries, several uh, traditions that do this. Right. Irish do it. They have mm-hmm. the Irish wake. But it is a celebration of life rather than a somber occasion. Exactly. And uh, people will actually even hire um, other people in New Orleans to be merry. Uh, for the funeral procession, it's kind of a beautiful thing, I think. Yeah, it really is. Let me give you an update on the PGA board now. Not now filling in for Mike Francesa. Here he is, Tony Bruno. So let me let me refresh my board here, Robin. Uh, Kapka. Uh, Brooke Kapka still atop the leaderboard through two. Hasn't he finished another hole? Damn board better get updated faster. He's at nine under, two under on the day, nine under on the tournament. Jordan Spieth in the clubhouse, shot four under today. He's five under, so he's four shots behind the lead in the clubhouse. But Tommy Fleetwood out there now. He is at four under. He's already picked up one shot today through six holes. He's one under par, minus four. How about this young man, Daniel Berger, from down there in Plantation, Florida? Florida State boy. He's out there swinging the club. He finished, uh, he's actually now done. He's tied for third at four under par also. So he's in a group at four under par with Dustin Johnson. Tommy Fleetwood still playing. So that's the group that's tied for third. Let me see how many else. There's a bunch of guys probably, I'm sure, tied for third. A lot of minus twos. As I mentioned, Tiger Woods is out there now. He was plus two for the day. So I want to see where he is right now. Tiger Woods, Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods. Where the hell's Tiger here? Robin? Oh, there he is. He's plus one. So he's plus three for the tournament. So he's added, unfortunately, Tiger losing a shot. So he's right on the cut line right now. Tiger Woods is only through three holes today. And he is plus three, which is the projected cut line this afternoon. Francesco Molinari 
another one of those guys who's red hot from Italy. You remember the uh, the Masters just a few short weeks ago when Molinari was out there and Tiger, what an right, unbelievable right, right. finish. That Italian dude, he's plus one today too. And so he's plus three for the tournament on the cut line. You don't want to be on the cut line. You want to be on the power line every once in a while. You want to be on the, what other line do you want to be on? The Florida-Georgia line? The borderline. Borderline with Madonna. We're going to have a sec. Relax. The sex strike update is coming up. we got to let it marinate. It's the weekend. We're going to have the fast pass line. <laughs> that's exactly right. You oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> By the way, it's easier to link your Amazon Prime account using Twitch on a desktop computer more than it is on a phone. Probably. That's what it is. And you know what we say. What it is, what it is. Bully77 Mustang is confirming it's easier to link your Amazon Prime account if you have a desktop. That's what I just said, Robin. What yeah. do you think I'm getting But I'm giving him from? credit. Fast pass line, yes. Not the firing line. No, you we don't want to be on the fire line. definitely don't want to be on the fire line. I'm looking back through all of my emails with Kwame, and or otherwise known as K-Gates, mm-hmm. and it looks... He's still doing stuff, because I've seen him on Twitter. Oh, I know, I know. Is I he mean, still following me on there? Su- I'll have to check. Damn it, Robin. But I don't know if this one was the one that he did for Into the Night or if this was the one that he redid when you joined 97.5. Oh, I don't know. Let's play it anyway. It's Friday. I have to download it. We're like Ben. We're not Ben FM. We're like Jack FM, where we play whatever we want Let's on this see. show. Let's see which one this King one is. King Gates, you savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Hot Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's Robin get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Yo. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. Wanna sports radios. Legendary figure. Got a good beat. You can dance to it. I'll give it a 95 right now. Yes. I need to contact him again. I think uh, this one, that was the one from Fox when we were still on Fox. Yeah, it's, it's still yeah. good. There's, there's nothing that really doesn't hold. We could play that on the Friday. That we was could. our Friday open. See, no, it yeah. was an all week. It was an every No, but he of- says it's, it's a happy Friday. He mentions Friday in there, Robin. Oh, he said, thank God it's Friday. Whatever, yeah. So we need to have a different update for each day of the week. You know what I'm saying? All those horns in there. I mean, that had everything. <laughs> it blows. All those horns. <laughs> you got to have horns. No violins in there, though, but a lot of good horns. Whenever you have a horn section, you usually have a bunch of guys masturbating in the background. That's what happens with a horn section. Speaking of sex strike. By the way, the latest on the sex strike. 
I'm, I'm going to hold on to that, so to speak. You're going you're gonna to hold on to the sex strike? Yes. I don't want to give it all away early. <laughs> we also have another Game of Thrones update, Robin. Another one. Because there are people who are gambling degenerates out there. You know that. We're going to yes. have the Preakness picks later on. But Game of Thrones, the final episode, this Sunday night, it's, it's probably one of the biggest stories of the weekend. Would you like the music to go play underneath this Yeah, again? let me do this because I'm the gambling degenerate here. Okay. It is a very horny song. Thank you, Cop Joe. <laughs> and I must admit now, I will probably botch a lot of these names because I have never seen one single solitary second of Game of Thrones. And no, I'm not putting it in your face. You can watch it all you want. But now for the final episode approaching Sunday night. Many of you asked for prop bets that you can wager on. Mm -hmm. And Bet Online AG is a site where it's a sports book, and you can get anything you want, from Jon Snow to Dan Arias to dragons. I wonder if Monkey Knife Fight will have these, too. I don't think so, Robin. This is offshore stuff. We'll find out if Monkey Knife. But here it is. Game of Thrones final episode. Odds, if you're scoring at home. First Stark, and they say they to perish. They, like, first Stark to perish. First Stark to get wiped out is basically what's going to happen, right? To Leave that music bite going. the dust. Or eat the flames, or whatever else they do, or take a sword to the throat. or you know, who, you know who is the favorite, Robin, to be the first Stark to perish? Who? Arya. Minus 200. So you would have to play $200 to win $100 if you think she's going to be the first one to die on the oh, final episode. And that one would be painful because of her hero status right now. Sansa, whoever that is. The sister. Three to two. So you'd have to bet $3 to get two. Okay. And then Bran. Isn't he raised? Oh. Does he have raisins or is he just a regular Bran? <laughs> Is he like Bran, a muffin? Bran is the younger, the, is the brother who's in a wheelchair and who has the, the he's the the crow. Oh, he apparently he won't be using that after he this uh, Sunday's sight. episode. Uh. He is six to one. I need more music, Robin. We can't have oh, this okay, naked. Okay, sorry. We're going to play this start naked. it over again. You got any dragons, breathing flyer? You have the imagined dragon, something you can play in the background? How many Starks will perish in the final episode, Robin? Over, under, one and a half Starks. How many Starks will perish in the final episode, All overrun. <laughs> it's just... No, it's over under one and a half. I'll, that means I'll... are you going to bet? I'm more... taking the over. Yeah, that means two. At least two will die. Yes. How many Starks are there, by the way? How many are left? How many are there? Yeah, I don't even know how many there were. How many Three, there will be? Four. Well, he's not really one because. He Robin, the over under is one and a half. You're going over okay. or I'm going under? Over. That means two. Okay. Well, two will have to die. That's it. Because a half a person's not going to die. Okay. I'm unless the, the short guy dies. Does he count as a half a person? But he's not a Stark. All right. Well, he's still half a guy. But he's yeah. a great actor, by yes. the way. I don't mean to. He's phenomenal. John Dun Snow. Peter Dunkledge is who you're talking about. John Snow to survive by the end of season eight. Yes, you have to lay 800 to win 100. So, in other words, they, they think that John Snow is going to survive because that you have to bet it's eight to one that he's going to survive. So, you have to bet 800 to win 100 that John Snow. Well, well, can he die and then come back when they finally redo this stupid show well, and get it right? he died and came I back I know, once. that's what I said. Will he die and come back again? But now they're going to say, now the odds are he's going to survive. If you, want, if you think he's going to die, it's plus 500. So you risk $100 and you win 500 if you say he's not, he is going to die. So you're betting no. Yeah, I think he's going to survive. I think he's going to be one of the only survivors at the end. Well, you know who was the original survivor who was a survivor at the end? Oh, 
Cop Joe says he's definitely dying. He is definitely dying. He's an angry elf. See, I think no. he's I think he's going to die for Daenerys. I think he's going to to Music again, repeat. I no. thought that theme was longer. Don't we have the long extended disco remix of this? No. Ridiculous. There's a lot of other ones. Which method will Jon Snow perish? Sword or dagger, fire, axe, hanging, physical force, arrow, takes his own life or poison. That's the list of things you can bet on on Jon Snow. Will Tyrion Lannister perish in the final episode? Yes or no, Robin? Yes. yes is plus 300, so they're saying again. I think he's going to die. Well, if you bet yes, you're getting three to one odds. You bet 100, you'll get $300 if you say Tyrion Lannister will perish in the final episode. No is minus 500. So the odds on favorite is no, he's well, not going to die. I think he's going to die. Then you're going to make 300. You better start making some damn money somehow. <laughs> and then there's a couple other ones. I like this one. Named characters the dragon will kill in the final episode over under one half character. <laughs> <laughs> Number of characters with big name characters, not uh, just yeah, the slappers, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the slapdicks in the background. They should die anyway for even hanging around in the ice cold. Where did they film it? In Iceland or Greenland? Oh or gosh, there's so many different lands. locations that's not even I, funny. I know they didn't film it in Kensington. Everybody dies yeah. there, unfortunately. No. Uh, which, the, na the named characters. So. The named characters the dragon will kill over under a half. I just gave you that. Will Grey Worm perish in the final episode? What the yes. hell is a Grey? Is he in a tequila? Is he in an agave? Do they have a bottle of agave no, there? He's a eunuch. What? He's a eunuch. His name is Grey Worm? Yes. Dude. He's a great guy. Will he die? Yes. I think every he I mean all of these people are going to give their lives at the very Everybody end. Everybody dies at the end? I'm I'm saying so many people are going to die. There's only going to be like one or two heroes left at the very end. Well, then there's that are a lot gonna... of props that you need to read, Robin. We need to make some money. I want to bet on the Preakness. You bet on this Game of Thrones shit. I don't care about it. This is the other one I like. Will the four remaining Starks be shown together in the final episode? Yes. Yes. Minus 180. No. Plus 140. Oh, no. I think that they're going to be shown together right before most of them die. <laughs> and then finally, finally, this is my favorite and one. And by the way, there's no four because one of them is not really a Stark. So get it I'm right. Just tell, I don't make the odds. I'm just, I'm, just the, I'm just the messenger here. And finally, will there be nudity in the final episode? This is interesting. Yes, plus 260. That means you're getting $260 for a $100 bet if there is nudity. So that means they don't expect there to be nudity. If there, if you if you bet no, you got to lay four hundred and twenty dollars to win a hundred. So there will apparently they don't think there's going to be any nudity. And what good would that be? Isn't this show all about nudity and dying and dragons and sword fights and all the other bullshit that happens? Yes. So how can there be no nudity in the final episode? Shouldn't they all get naked first and then die? In Tony's dream world. <laughs> That's the way you finish a show, unless you're going to do a sequel. I like this. Of all the ways that they ask for people to die, not one of them has to do with the dragon blowing them up. Huh. The ways that, which, which, which method Well, will, that would have required more CGI and lots more money, so maybe they They finally figured, said, screw it, we left yeah. the coffee cup on the, one of the scenes on that stupid table, and it wasn't Starbucks, by the way, but it was still Trevor a crap. Trevor from the 203. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Nudity and exactly. death. Exactly. <laughs> Weren't these people getting naked all the time? Wasn't there like incest? It and, wasn't uh, gratuitous. It was always for a purpose, like well, incest a, or or when like they the were sex drive. Shame, shame, shame! Walking down the street and being pelted with 
Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But the, the interesting thing is, because they ask which, which way will Dan Aries, Tarragon, die? Tarragon? What the hell is it? Is that a guy or a girl? It's a woman. Dan, how do you pronounce her name? Daenerys. Daenerys? She played with the, uh, hold on a she play with the Green Bay I, Packers? I let think me is just that make the same sure, person? Let me make sure that you... That's the only main one of the main characters. I'm asking you how to pronounce it because I don't know. Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. Didn't okay. he? Wasn't he the coach at UNLV? Oh no, that was Jerry Tarkanian. I'm sorry. Any relation? <laughs> Trevor from the 203 says we need a Lamar Thomas drop. For I don't that. have the Lamar Thomas loaded in there. You come into our house, you get your behind whoop. I got to load more stuff on there. But I like now, which, which way will she die? Sword or dagger? Minus 600. She survives three to one. An axe, eight to one. Hanging, ten to one. Takes own life, ten to one. Arrow, sixteen to one. Physical force, twenty to one. Poison, 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 twenty-two to one. Or fire. Oh, there is fire. So she could possibly die. Fire is an option. Fire, fire. Sixty-six to one that she's going to die by a fire. She's the only one that has a prop attached where she's going to die she by fire. She can't wait. She can't die by fire because she's immune to fire. Well, then why do they have fire as one of the options? But it's 66 to 1. It's a long shot. People it's think like that, the horse that won the derby. See, whoever made these didn't think things through and obviously doesn't really know about the show. Um, you, know what, you know who thinks these things through? People are trying to get suckers like you to bet on how Game Mom, of Thrones is going to end. Okay, I'm not going to be that sucker. <laughs> Speaking of sex... And Lamar's. <laughs> it's not Lamar Thomas, but we do have a sex and Lamar Odom update. Yes, we do. You may have heard this story. I wanted to do it yesterday. We didn't have time. But this is kind of weak. Let's go to your banging hoes, left and right update, and your correspondent. Not a hoe. Miss Robin Austin. Well, she can be if she wants to be, but only if she wants to be. So... Lamar Odom has come out saying that he is addicted to sex. Well, who which... isn't? You might as well. Wait a minute. We gotta, we're got we doing this without a proper musical accompaniment? Oh. Robin, I'll, you keep doing it, and I'll, I'll get the music. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep saying you keep doing it, I'll get the wine. Or get another bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Um... <laughs> He now claims that he has bedded more than 2,000 women, including strippers and prostitutes. Not counting the Kardashians, or are they in the total number? Remember, he was, wasn't he hooked up with what's Chloe? Yes, with Chloe. Was and he, he married to her? He regrets his divorce, but he says that it was, he got He divorced. regrets it so much that he went on to bang 2,000, or how many? 2,000 or 20,000? 2,000 women, and um, he comes clean about his sex life. So you ain't speak. coming clean, by the way, if you bang 2,000 women. In a soon-to-be-released book, <laughs> Darkness to Light, where he says, I've been obsessed with sex for as long as I can remember. There were too many strippers to count. Odom says, in an excerpt first provided to people, it wasn't a big deal, but often I would pay them. I never thought less of them. Wait a minute. I'm not getting... I don't have the music ready. Well, get your music... Get your sex music on. I had it, but now there's another commercial in front of it, damn it. She's Tony... Pisses me off. Just now, you know just, what I deal with every time I that, have to do a, this. That's stuff. a damn buzzkill right there. I was just thinking about it. Here we go. Give me just a taste here. Taste for. Just I just a hit play, and it's going back to a commercial. 
Boy, you talk about losing the buzz. I know. Well, I'll just continue on, you know, until you catch up with me. (laughs) So in the book, he also admits that he cheated on Khloe Kardashian during their marriage. And that she found out, which... No shit. Um, He says that he was shocked and embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. He wanted to take it back, but you can't. He wanted to hide it, but... Uh, he also says that he was addicted to porn, and that was a huge issue, so to speak, for it ha- him. It happens to the worst of us. <laughs> and um, he he says that he was so addicted to porn that he ran out of X-rated videos to watch. Oh, he could have called me. I would have brought over a couple cases. He says, that's how I knew that I was going <laughs> overboard. I watched every single Porn video that existed. That's he nonsense. Said. I have more porn than he's watched, and I haven't even watched. Many of them are still sealed in the original packaging. But I he am pissed off. Yes. He says that he still considers himself an addict, but he told TMZ Sports recently that he feels like he's winning the battle. He must be going through counseling. How do you like? What do you, you do? Can't run out of porn. Is there is there like an AA for? Um, no, there are sex addicts. I'm not making a joke out of it. Sex addicts anonymous. I think is so. It, do you go through this twelve uh, steps? Yes, absolutely. I go through like as many steps as it takes to get up there and find her. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Robert Robert's favorite uh, Robin's favorite guy Robert Palmer. You have a Robert Palmer I story, do, don't I you? I do. He was he, a freaking a-hole. And this is from personal experience, yes. not because she didn't like the girls in the with the tight uh, no. stockings and the he black was, dresses this shimmying was, in this song. This is when I was uh, in Guam, and I was a pool. They they called the, you were the pool girl. Kind of. I was a. I was. They called it a clubmate, and um, I was a was lifeguard. Was nudity involved? Lifeguard, and I. I had to make sure that everybody was taken care of down at the pool, and not in that way. Um, and he was a guest at the resort because he was playing in Guam. It was on his concert tour. Uh-huh. And he came down with his entourage, and he did not want to have anything to do with any of his people. He, and we talked to several of his people, and they said he's all like... He, he was a real douche. He was a real douche. And he was rude, just totally obnoxious. But this is a good song. Let's listen right here now. Come on. The red lipstick. Remember this video? All those chicks that looked like robots. They had their hair all slicked back and the real red, shiny lipstick. <laughs> oh. Bruno's storage unit. Send Lamar down here to the storage unit. <laughs> it's There's pouring out, out the ass, ass in here. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the ass and out the ass. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good. But so, two thousand. I'm trying to figure out which chick I really like the most in that video. Now, two thousand in the scheme of things is actually not that many when you compare. No, Will Chamberlain wrote a book about fifty thousand women. So if you if you break that down, Lamar's number of two thousand is his shooting percentage really sucked. Is roughly (laughs) roughly around one hundred and thirty women a year, which is a lot. I mean, but but it's not like. Some of the other ones where Wilt Chamberlain said that he slept with over 20,000. No, 50,000. No, 20,000. Right. Well, it's still 10 times as much Fidel as Fidel Castro supposedly slept with 35,000. No way. That's He's what he said. He's a lying commie. I believe Wilt Chamberlain. I don't believe Fidel Castro. Of course, most of those women did it against their will, though, at Castro yeah. land. But, you, you, uh, this is a little bit more now. Wait a minute. You think those chicks were really playing those guitars? The only thing bad about this video is they weren't wearing heels. You know, they all had the same matching black dresses on. Well, with because the belt. he's not a very tall man, and he was very insecure. He was a, just a—he was a douche. 
He wouldn't allow them to wear. No, they're wearing heels. They are, but they're not like spiky heels. No. Plus, I don't think they had wedges back then. Man. So there you have your Lamar sex addict update, ladies and gentlemen. He's writing a book. I want to see the videos. I don't want to read his book. If you're a sex addict and you've got, you banged all these chicks, I want, there's got to be pictures in the book. Nobody wants to read stories. Even people who read, like, Robin reads these dumb romantic novels and all these other stupid things. They got, I know it's, I know writing is really good. It's called erotica, Tony. Yes. (laughs) Would you rather read sappy erotica or see sappy erotica? I'm one of those visual guys. You know, I go to museums and I read the, the inscriptions under things and statues and uh-huh, try to learn. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When it comes to sexual activity, I ain't reading no words. I ain't fronting it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody got, nobody time. got time for that. I like exactly. it all. I like it all. This is how I like when I ask a woman, hey, you want to get busy, baby? I don't want to do it. And you can't make me. That's true. That's true. Especially chicks that talk like that. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's real hot. That's like so true. <laughs> yeah, Dean points it out. I would rather feel erotica. Not read it, not see it, but feel, taste, and enjoy it. That's why there's a sex strike. Those people are refusing to feel and enjoy erotica. It's not just about making babies. You know what I'm saying? Ed, what question did I not answer? He says, hmm, she didn't answer that question, Tony. I don't even remember the question now. I don't either. Tell me again. What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> Is Robin reading books on the outside just to keep up, Tony? No, she's not. Well, Wilt, of course, triple-double action all the time. I mean, that's how new Wilt... Although we did yes. break it down when Wilt's book, book came out and the number of days that he was alive before he died prematurely right. and too early to go was the greatest player of all time, as I've been saying for decades and decades and decades. That it's physiology. He would have to have done like group sex every day yeah. to get to twenty thousand. Yeah, it was. It because was. I, pretty, I, I remember I did a whole show on this. It would have had to have been. Um, either, you do the math. Either doubles or triples, and several. And when orgies. he went to the Playboy Mansion, that stuff was available right. and, and and relevant and important. So back then, when that stuff was relevant and important. Now, just imagine three hundred sixty-five oh, days Ed, a year. Ed was asking if I worked at the resort topless. Oh, no. You know why? Um, I did. I always go topless when this, I go to any resort. This was, uh, well, let me, so I did not work at the resort topless in Guam because it catered almost exclusively to Japanese clientele. Right. Guam is like the Japanese Hawaii. Right. Isn't that the place that's going to fall off if, if there's like, it's going to fall into this ocean because of the weight of the people on there? No. Yeah. There was, wasn't there a congressman, some slap dick from Chicago? Who said that Guam's oh, gonna really? tip over? Yeah. Oh, I'm not making it look it up. Seriously? The congressman That's who said so Guam's huh? gonna fall over one day into the ocean. What an idiot. But yeah, no. he's, and he's he by but, the way, he represents a lot of people in Washington, DC. But here is a little so this I, I, I don't think I've ever did I tell this story to Duncan? He would actually find this quite amusing. Our friend from down under. Is this a Guam update? Yes. Let's go to Guam. So so the Guam Tourism Bureau wanted to uh, diversify and have more than just Japanese tourists. And um, the next closest major country that um, would be able to afford to go on vacation in Guam was Australia. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to cater to the Australian uh, clientele. And they had a big... 
uh, crew coming in from Good Morning Australia. Oh, and was Joan London on that, or was that the modern day uh, Good Morning uh, Australia? I, anyway, the the Good Morning Australia crew when they they had like all these different locations that they wanted because it's beautiful. Guam is a beautiful, beautiful island Absolutely. with waterfalls and beautiful pristine beaches and they came to the resort and they said uh we have a problem and the tourism bureau said what's the problem and they said uh australians are used to going to the beach and being able to go topless and when i when we're video videotaping people here all we're seeing are japanese tourists in one-piece bathing suits this is not going to be um a a place that people are going to find it is they're going to be they're going to be worried that they wouldn't be able to go so did you sell underwear at least to the japanese tourists to to make extra money for tips is that i was not married at the time but my uh, fiance knew of of my um uh, freedom for clothing having grown up in the Netherlands and he said oh well my girlfriend will do it <laughs> so I am the token topless uh, person in all of the shots for Good Morning Australia no. in the Guam Tourism Bureau. But you said you didn't go topless. Well, see, you weren't paying attention. I only I'm trying did it for to find the, this Hank Johnson the Guam thing. But for go the Good Morning Australia Guam promotional video I was topless everywhere on Guam under the waterfall out on the beach do you have any video we have any video I, proof? I actually never saw it it's got to be in the archives I of Austin. To, I you should have called let's get Duncan Mackenzie McCarg on the phone and find out to do a Google search go look for some microfiche in an Australian library somewhere there's got to be evidence of this. Everything is saved. I need to. I'll have to call Duncan and find out. I don't think I ever told Duncan that story. I can't believe I didn't remember wow. telling the story. And our buddy Bully in the '77 Mustang talking about Guam. Hank Johnson, the congressman from the fourth district of the great state of Georgia, was the man who made the ridiculous Guam comments. That is the most stupidest thing I've ever. Well, it's heard. among there. It's not the stupidest. In fact, well, I have the tape. A... Should we go to the tape? Can I play this? Yeah. Uh... This is a Guam. You are on. Guam reaching its tipping point, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the man who represents you in the great state of Georgia, Congressman Hank Johnson. Well, first you have to open it up. I did. Of course, I got to get past the commercial first. Okay. Make sure you have it on. It's on. It's one. It's one. Is it one? It's one. All right. All right. Let me get ready to play it now. I remember this story. I just didn't remember all the details. But this was on the floor of Congress, if I'm not mistaken. And again, I don't like to delve into politics. But we're speaking of Guam, and the first thing I can think of was Hank Johnson making the comments about Guam. And I have them right here, so let's hear it. Here it is. Bring uh, it up. island that at its widest level is, what, 12 miles from shore to shore, and at its smallest level, uh, or smallest uh, uh, location, it's uh, seven miles uh, uh, between one shore and the other. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Uh, I don't have the exact uh, dimensions, but uh, to your point, sir, I think Guam is a small island. Very small to... island and about 24 miles, if I recall, long. So 20, 24 miles long, about seven miles wide at mm-hmm. the least widest uh, Mm-hmm. place on the island and about 20, about 12 miles wide. It's not uh, the width, it's the length, man. Come on. Uh, on the widest part of the island. 
and um, I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the is. whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. The uh, the Guam population, I think, currently about 175,000, and again, with 8,000 Marines and their families, it's an addition of about 25,000 uh, more uh, into the population. Wow. The whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. <laughs> uh, we don't anticipate that. The... Uh, Let's give him a roaring round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. There it is. Your elected officials. And I, I know I was so moved when I heard that initially. He's, of course, your uh, U.S. representative for the state of Georgia's 4th Congressional District, serving proudly since 2007. And, yes, the admiral, the, the admiral who he was questioning at this uh, subcommittee hearing, Kept a straight face with this entire thing. I, I don't know if I could. Uh, I, I, even just listening to it again, my, my jaw is kind of open going, how? I don't have a bong, but there's not enough bong water. There's not enough narcotics to have anybody actually sit down, not in a room in like an opium den, and think that that could possibly happen. And I almost went and started a GoFundMe to save the potential drowning victims on the island of Guam when more people would arrive. Well, we we got a, a thousand bits just to help Guam from tipping <laughs> over from Bully 77 Mustang. Thank you so much. Yes, we we're going to have a Now, when you were on Guam with Robert Palmer, who was a douche, which yes. you've already established on this show. Kenny Loggins, however, was, was awesome. So Kenny Loggins, nice guy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He was so funny. Now, were those chicks with Robert Palmer who were in the Addicted to Love video with I him at that time? I don't know if they time? were the same ones, but they, they, they were definitely chicks. They just chicks with dark yeah. hair. And put, yeah. yeah. As long as they had red lipstick yes. and black stockings. So there were definitely chicks there. Now, did you, at, well, and how many years were you in Guam, Robin? A year and a half. So in the year and a half that you were working poolside in Guam, topless at times, mm -hmm. did you ever feel any kind of motion or movement that would give you the end? Did you work on the thin part of the island? Or the widest part, because it's about the width, not just the it's length. It's kind of like a big uh, paddleboard. Yes. So, you know, so it's real narrow at yeah, the yeah. tip. And then as uh, Congressman, just